At RazRadioLive.com, we have something for you every day of the week. Here are just some of our featured programs. On Sunday, The Wolf is Loose Radio with Jay Wolfman from 5 to 7 p.m., followed by The Week in Review with Kevin Harris from 7 to 9. Monday, The International Heist Radio Show with Frank Castle from HeistClick, 7.30 to 9.30. Tuesday, The Mallard Report with Jim Mallard from 9 to 10. Wednesday, it's Monkey Snout Radio with Ferris from 9 to midnight. On Thursday, the 10-second tirade with Salty and Lexi from 9 to 10. On Friday, it's the Lawrence Ross Waterhead Show from 7 to 9, followed by the Rob Revere Show from 9 to 10. Saturday, Guilty by Association with Scott, Salty, Joe, Jimmy, and Charlie from 3 to 6. For the full lineup, archives, and updated news shows, visit the RazRadioLive.com homepage. RazRadioLive.com. You don't know what you're missing. Hi, you're listening to Raz Radio Live, the home of catching chemtrails, chasing drones, Raz Week in Review with Kevin Harris, and out of focus with Shifty, wanting to be pegged by Katie. Damn, Willer, keep that pegging talk on the DL. Now let's bring that sexy music back. What's your Twitter handle, buddy? At Wheeler D7. Run in circles, it's a very, very 
just fine the official national bullshit story hey this is jack blood your radio gun from deadline live.info and the jack blood show you're listening to the first 52 with sean raz radio live stay bold
this is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Offering is the truth, nothing more. Uh-huh. It sounds nice to hear that again. That's right, guys. First 52 live, August 17th, a little after nine o'clock. We are back. We missed you. Trust me, we really did miss you. We don't like uh, we don't like taking time off, but sometimes, you know. Sometimes you just need a break for, from uh, all the things going on every once in a while. So, uh, but but we are back. First, but uh, first live show we've done in two weeks, honey. I know it's weird. It does feel weird. I mean, other than you know being on other stations, but uh, yeah, first one we've done here on our own on our own station. So we're really happy to be back. And of course, over in the background there, we got the Mister Four Toted One. Oh, I just hit my mic. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get a new cable. You didn't get a new cable yet. The money's not flowing yet. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. How you been, brother? Good, good, good. Last, uh, time, I saw you were, last time I saw you, you were drunk, uh, passed out on a couch. That's what I was going to say. I'm recovering from hanging out with you. <laughs> I, 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 I came home five... I got home. I got here. I home at like 5.30 Friday morning, Saturday morning. I Friday morning? Friday morning. Yeah. yeah, I figured you left about 4. 5, no, 4, 30, 5 o'clock. Check this out. So I'm, you know, we're on the other side of Pinellas County, on the western side, close to the beach. I made it all the way across Pinellas County, all the way across uh, 60, uh, without hitting one single red light. The only light I hit was here in Hill, uh, Tampa. Nice. Yeah, well, when you drive that early in the morning, you know, you don't tend to get uh, uh, too much traffic, you know, even though right. it was a weekday. Well, not only that, because I was still a little fuzzy. I was driving, like, the speed limit, which is, n- you know, not normal for me. So I just I just hit all the lights. It was great. Anyway, uh, I spent the entire day Friday in bed or on the couch because I just was I don't know, man. Twelve beers, I guess, is is too much. Yeah, you put those suckers away too, man. It wasn't even like you were playing. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I, I don't think I've ever. Well, I guess I can't say I've never seen you. Dave pass came out to before. party. Yeah, Dave. Dave yeah. came to party. <laughs> I did. That was a good vacation. Uh, like I was saying, you know, we really missed doing the shows. Um, if you didn't get to hear me on on Ledge's although show. we were involved in radio quite a bit on our vacation, yes, we were, well, we knew we were going to be doing that <laughs> a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody somebody strayed and got hijacked by a uh, by a particular radio host, Scott Ledger, being that radio host. So I'm going to put all the blame on him. No, 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 no. You can't put the blame on him. <laughs> you got to take the blame. <laughs> well, Takes was, ten seconds to make a phone call. Ain't no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you a tweet. I thought you were hanging out with Dave. I sent you a tweet. <laughs> yes, that you got hijacked when we're in a fucking city that we're not used to. I thought you literally got hijacked. Well, you know how you could have solved that sol- that problem? You could have turned the radio back on and went, oh, he's still on the radio. That wasn't my concern when I thought you got <laughs> hijacked. So, yeah, I got in a little trouble on Tuesday during the vacation. Uh, but, you know, hey, I guess we all do that every once in a while. It's all good. Aye. Aye. So, <laughs> enough about the pleasantries of the week and how much I missed you guys. Uh, you guys, uh, you're, you're our extended family and, and not sitting down and talking with you on a regular basis really uh, 
that you just miss it. You it really do. Weird. It was hard not to. Dave was yelling at us because we could not seem to have a conversation that wasn't likening radio and. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. That yeah, was an interesting week. It's pretty Cause, sad. Cause we don't get to spend a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't get to spend a lot of time with Dave and with with Ben and with Scott and Shannon and all the people we spent time with. So it was hard not to get into that conversation. The station, especially the you know the guys from our station, when you're together, you want to talk about you know what what can we do different? What's new? What's next? What how are we going to bring this? How are we going to bring that? So there's a lot. There's just so much to talk about. It's hard to keep it out of the conversation. <laughs> do you agree or disagree? Definitely. Like, I have a lot of things I want to do technology-wise to, to the station, and I got to investigate and blah blah blah. But l- let's 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 dispatch with the uh, ass kissingness because there was a lot of that on Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> so, yeah, just a little bit of ass kissing on Monday, Tuesday. So much so. Well, I didn't really get to hear Monday's show, but so much so uh, Tuesday that I wanted to just shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> what during the Shannon show? Yeah, I didn't think there was any ass kissing. In the, oh, you just you just think I wasn't doing my normal thing. It wasn't right, ass right. kissing. You, I was you, just, you, you were just like you were just like the whole eight hours you were on radio IO. You're like, well, thank you guys and blah blah blah. And it's for you and you and you you you. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> we can get past ass kissing then. Um, <laughs> I was talking about tongue licking and then asshole licking. Or no, it's okay. What? That's not true. <laughs> you listened to too much of Shifty today. <laughs> or talked to him too much last night or something. Yeah, so last night was a blast, as always. Um, any of those events are really fun. And I talked with Manson. and uh, I asked Oh, yeah, him, how was it? It was excellent. I asked him if we could do a, a Mike Waters interview. And not a Manson interview, but a Mike Waters interview. And what did he say to that? Yes, send me some information. And uh, he asked me when the show was. I said Saturday night. He's like, yeah, I, we could definitely do that. He's like, send me some information and we'll, we'll knock something down. So in the future, I'm going to have an a interview with Mike uh, to discuss his political views, his ideas of the world. Uh, I, don't know if right. you, I don't know if you know that uh, Jordan Page has, has got this movement going right now where uh, the whole point is to populate, if you can afford, you know, have as many children as you can afford to have and then teach them the right ways teach them the, the truth things the, the holy shit that sounds so much like catholicism what do you mean why that sounds because religious people do that well, like, he is religious to, so. to, to take to take over something you must uh get to rally the troops and indoctrinate them if you can't if you can't get your fellow friend to do it then you know what Make children and indoctrinate them. I, I am I am against that one hundred percent. Yeah, see I was talking with that with him and he was like, uh no. He didn't like that idea either. So I guess you guys are on the same page with that one. I had a good conversation with uh with Manson or Mike, uh at the meet and greet, which was I don't know, two years ago, like almost two years ago. Right. I when I saw him the other day on Monday night, I was gonna ask him, uh, hey, you gonna do one of those again? But he it was it was showtime, so I don't want to bust yeah, he his chance. He was in mode at that point in time. Um right. Yeah, so last night was a blast. Uh, 25 spent some time on the station with the Drunk and Disorderly show. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, he spent a good half hour, 40 minutes on the phone with them. Um, we got everybody that was there, Brad Yorkovich, Adam Feldman, Adam McClarty. They were all there, so we hung out with them for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. and it was just a, you know, an enjoyable show. It wasn't as good as the last one, and the only reason I say that is the venue was like an eighth of the size. It was just really tiny. The stage was small. Um, the seating was really tight. So... Uh, 
And it was just it was just Mike, right? It was just Mike Waters. It wasn't uh, no, a Bubba Palooza. Oh no, they they called it a Bubba Palooza. Bubba was there. Twenty five hosted. Oh, yeah? yeah, Bubba was there. He did a couple stand ups. Did uh, Ned show up? Ned Ned was there. He missed the meet and greet, from what I understand. But uh, he does that every time. Yeah, he does. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a good time. We had a blast. Lexi got. I don't know. Did you see the tweet of Lexi? Uh, something twenty five cent writ wrote, writ writ uh, wrote something on her arm. Yeah, she she got tattooed by twenty five cent. He wrote, "I love the peen. Long live Mad Monkey." <laughs> I'm like, really? And black sharpie down her arm. <laughs> I went five minutes later to the bathroom and I'm like scrubbing that shit off, and they were like, "Who did that to you?" I'm like, some motherfucker out there. <laughs> you didn't even tell. I'm that. like, it's not enough that I grew up with a clown as a mother. Now I have to have <laughs> shit like this written on my arm. <laughs> they were like, "Whoa!" I must have freaked <laughs> out a couple of people. I think. I'm sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was a good time. Uh, so, you know, we wrapped up the vacation with that, and um, now we're back to, to business here, I guess. Uh, start back on work on Monday, and uh, life goes back to being life again. Well, for you. Yeah, for me, I guess. Monday's a regular day for me. Well, it's just another day for you, yeah. <laughs> just another day. <laughs> so, uh, did you hear what Oliver... So- uh, th- let's try that in English tonight. Did you hear what Oliver Stone had to say about Obama? No, actually, you know this this whole past week because I've been going out and doing stuff and stuff. I got I really I've been disconnected, and I I closed my Facebook page down. Like there was just one guy I engaged, and I was supposed to go back and read it, and I just never did. Uh, Troy sent me a, a an email which I haven't read yet, um, just because I got to use my brain, and and I just I'm so not into using my brain right now. I'm just I, I'm enjoying you know like unplugging for a little bit. Yeah, that was that was the one nice thing this week. I barely got on the computer. Thursday and Friday, I spent some time in the morning doing articles and stuff, uh, trying to get caught up a little bit and get my brain working again because I knew we had the show coming up. Um, so it, that was another nice thing of this week is really not doing much with anything. I, I spent very little time on the computer. So I am a little behind myself. Um, yeah, but you, isn't, wasn't it nice, though? I yeah, mean, it was great. All, all it takes is 15 minutes of reading stuff on the internet because you don't need to save stuff from Monday because there's all new shit on Friday or Saturday. Yeah, exactly. You know? I know, right? Well, this came out on the 15th, so that would have been Wednesday, I believe, Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, and Oliver Stone had some interesting things to say about the president. He is attacked with being over ridiculous. Uh, the truth is that uh, Can't hear. we have to uh, go back. I don't know how we can go back, but we have to get off this terrorism thing. The problem is that if we go around the world, every public protest, every demonstration against the government, whether it's civil rights, Vietnam War, students against uh, Iraq, these are very important protests. They, they grow out of the, the Arab Spring. That's where it comes out of the people. But what is being targeted here is not just terrorists, but those groups. In other words, anybody who protests government policies in the future, whether it's Wall Street bankers, if you protest against them, you're going to be targeted as a potential threat. The Boston Marathon, they were so busy tracking down uh, protesters against green organizations and against various other things that they miss the bombers. It's never about terrorists. It always becomes about the, the way J. Edgar Hoover did it. He brought all the, all the weight of government to bear on protesters. He didn't like protesters. He thought they were left-wing communists. He never could find the proof, but by the time the Vietnam War came around, as you know, 500,000 people were on the list that they were being eavesdropped on. Where are we now? Same place. Obama is a snake. He's a snake. 
and we have to turn on him. I know he likes snakes, but... Uh, yeah, that's it. So, yeah, it was uh, the way he talked about terrorism. I thought was great, and how it's used as uh, as a as a means to round up individuals and and start spying on people. Um, and of course, when he talks about Obama, he calls him a snake. Uh, I don't think I don't I don't know Oliver Stone's political stance. I always thought he was a Democrat, though. Um, he's a, he's actually he's a socialist. He's a socialist. Hey, yeah. at, uh, he, at this he, point in time, he, socialism is better than what we're doing. <laughs> no, not really, because we're heading into socialism. Um, yeah, right. Uh, he, he did his thing on Venezuela, and he like he totally pimped it out. And I watched like half of this documentary, and I was like, "Fuck this! He's a socialist. <laughs> Shut it off." Well, you know, but uh, he, if it works he some places, it works some places. I don't. I'm not saying I want to live under that. And when I I was joking it, when I said you know it'd be better than what we have now, but. It doesn't work. The, the, you know, the, the, the common phrase about socialism, it's great until you run out of, of the, other people's money. And that's what happens is you're, ru- you're running the government on or the country on other people's money. And the same thing that's, that's going on in this country. That's what they're trying. Like you said, it's what they're trying to de- develop. But we already are in a fascist state. I mean, we're, this country is so um, driven by corporation leading what goes on in government that uh, I can't believe people don't notice that more often. Well, that's because most people are have their head up their ass. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? That and and the, I don't mean that, I, I don't mean that in a bad way because you know for almost forty years I had my head up my ass, you know. That I'm, and I'm not yeah. shitting you when I I said this to my mother, you know, I don't know, seventy years ago, uh, because she's she's a privacy nut, and I'm and you know because I'm an IT guy. And I was like, well, if you're not doing anything wrong, what do you got to worry about? I swear to God, I said that came that came that shit came out of my mouth, and I meant it. Yep, and now you uh, now you you yell at Shifty for saying things like that, or or Shannon for saying things like that. Right, right. Yeah, it's amazing how yes. how you can change from from one thought pattern to the other. I mean, I was the same. I wasn't. I, I was the you know strong Republican, the Bush lover, the let's go kill right. all the Arab guy. Uh, I was a lot like Shifty actually in, in the way I thought, and and uh, I was a Democrat, man. I'm, I'm you know I'm born in Brooklyn, yeah, and uh, you know so I, I I ran the blue flag. And I was the same way too. When it, you know, it came to September 11th, I was like, "Knock the fucking place down, make a big parking lot, and put a put a Disneyland there." Well, it united everybody because of what they did, especially yeah, in the Northeast. Yeah. You know, so it's uh, it's amazing how they use terror to uh, you know bring us around to what they want. It, it really does. It, it people don't see how it's used to to mind us into their thought pattern and their way of wanting things and and it's not the only thing they use but that's like the biggest one right now that we face i hate to to pimp alex jones again but if you go to uh is it Infowar? Uh, what's what's the one where he keeps the videos prison, prison planet prison, prison planet prison tv and you find that one uh about mind control um and don't you know who's ever listening? Don't think of all you know that they're you know the MK Ultra thing. Although that is part of it. Um, there oh, yeah, there are ways. Called? I forget what it's called. Um, Shadow Ma- No, that's Shadow Government from Luke. Whatever you can find it. Oh, all right, let me look it up. Yeah, I can't remember the name of. I know the one. I haven't seen it yet. It's, Prison Planet TV. Yeah, it's two hours and forty five minutes, but it's free. Um, oh, where is it? When they start putting that up for free. It's on YouTube for free. State of mind. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, state of mind. The psychology of... I actually might even buy the DVD. It was that inter- interesting. But what I actually... On the on the YouTube, 
uh, channel, they stop and actually have interactions with the writers and producers. These are some of the same guys that actually did um, the, Noble uh, Lie. Uh, Noble Lie. Thank you very much. Yep. So it's interesting to, to hear the the com the comments from them. So I suggest you actually watch it on YouTube. See, I don't have to watch it on YouTube. I have a, one of these Roku, Roku boxes, boxes, so I I can I can watch it on my TV. On this damn Roku box. I love that thing. Now, now, did I tell you I bought a new TV? Um, you told me about the tablet. I don't remember if you told the me tablet. About the yeah, yeah. Well, I sh- you saw the tablet, but yeah. I, I bought a forty-eight inch TV. Uh oh. And now, now I have the HDMI cable hooked up because my old my old TV doesn't have HDMI. That's how old the fucking TV is. Right, right. Um, so I'm able to hook the uh, the Roku up to it with the HDMI, and now I'm watching you know 1080p or 1080i content. Welcome and to I the future, Dave. It. Welcome to the future. Yes, <laughs> I know. And and, and I, I signed up for uh, Hulu Plus. I think I actually think I'm going to become a cord cutter. And I discussed this today uh, with my mother. I'm like, you know, if I'm going to start paying the, the the bills here, I want to not pay for TV, and I'll just do uh, the Roku and and my uh, Hulu Plus. And plus, I I acquire movies. Let's just say, if, if it wasn't for our son, I would probably be on the the borderline of cutting off that too, and just using Hulu and and Netflix, and because uh, we don't have Roku. But you know, any TV yeah, shows you, you want, you can still pull up online too. Yeah, but you got you have the you have the PlayStation. You know, it's the same shit as as, as me. Right. Yeah. You know? Exactly. You, I'm sure that there's a way I can do a Plex server on. Well, anyway, let's not talk about technology. Tony, technology. Tonight. Lexi's staring at the computer, going, "Oh my God, shut up." <laughs> I could see her. Are you awake? Are you awake <laughs> over there? Honey? I, yeah, I don't favor this conversation. <laughs> what? Getting rid of TV? <laughs> Just the whole conversation in general. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, so let's let's get back to what brought us here. Watch the movie State of Mind, the psychological, the, the psychology of control, and it really is interesting how easy it is for the masses to be manipulated. And then you, if you buy into that, and then you see what happened on September 11th, or you know Gulf of Tonkin, or uh, the bombing in uh, Pearl Harbor, you'll see that there, you know, the effects of that are are a mass shift of consciousness you know whereas nobody want the, the american people did not want to get involved in war, in any world wars uh, that's when they well they had to sink the lusitania that pissed them pissed off enough people so that they were like all right let's go to war right right, right. same thing with um right uh, well that's that's in germany right. we can't talk about that because you know that's not our country but that is, you know, there is a false flag thing. Um, and then the same thing happened with, oh, wow, this uh, Winghouse commercial looks really good in high def. Oh, jeez. Go get your <laughs> mind back right. <laughs> I tilted the TV so I could watch it. It's actually more so that I can get more light on my face. But, oh, and those are some hot chicks. All right. Let's where were see. you going? State of mind, mind control. They're using it on you right now. Yeah, see? There it is. There it is. Uh, I want a burger and a beer at Winghouse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to go to the Winghouse right now and have a burger and a beer because Dave's looking at titties. Um, so it shows you that all they all they have to do is uh, if an event happens, um, there's a consciousness change. You know, okay, well now that they did this, let's go to war. So if you want a war, because all of the industrial, the military industrial complex wants a war because they got if they make the bomb and sell the bomb, they got to use the bombs. Otherwise, they won't buy anymore. Right, so they, they'll have a ha- supply of them. Right, and they're constantly wanting to make you know new vehicles and new things, and uh, in order to to use them, you have to be in a conflict. So that's why this country is in a, in a terminal state of conflict since you know since 1913. Let's 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 be honest, we were in, we're in a massive amount of conflict. 
Uh, we're I, always fucking around with people. Yeah, there's very, very little peacetime um, in the past 120 years of this country. Uh, and this right. country was supposed to be made as a peaceful nation. And unfortunately, most of it, we've either orchestrated the events that led us into it or have allowed the events, knowing of them, to make sure we were allowed to go into something. Um, and, and we've just kept fighting and fighting a war, and, and we've allowed the, the military-industrial complex to grow. We've allowed the pharmaceutical-industrial com- complex to grow. And they're We used- didn't allow it. We didn't allow it. Oh, it ha- they made it happen. You were asleep for 40 years, and you allowed it to happen also. I didn't, I didn't allow it to happen. It shouldn't have happened. They, they, they took advantage of it. We, we should remember... Constitution says uh, pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness. Part of my life, liberty, and happiness shouldn't be fighting the, those, you know, the entities that be, right? True. That shouldn't be one of my things. True. I should be. I should be going off and doing my own thing and, and creating my own life, liberty, and happiness. Um, so I don't like the fact that we have to fight all the time. And this is the reason why I'm giving up in this fucking country because there's no way to win in my lifetime. Um, I I would say there's gonna. Uh... I don't know if we'll ever win. Um, it, the, the, we'll always be battling with that energy. Right. I don't want to fuck. I don't. I don't want to battle anymore. I'm the, done. That energy they, they is going to go somewhere else eventually, and, and grow and expand if we don't slow it down. Well, no. That's why I'm going to a small country that that you know has doesn't have a lot of government intervention. Most people live free. Yes, they're fucking poor as dirt, but you know everybody makes their own way, and that's the thing. You go down there, you make your own way, and you can make money. You know, yeah, I and guess. be free. You could go to you where know? everybody's poor and try to make money around all the poor people. That might work. You know, yeah, I'm not saying it won't. And you know, I'm I, I'm teetered on going with you eventually or not going with you eventually. You know, we we have this discussion all the time. Honduras is a is a great place to be, but I yeah, kind of love my country they, still. Anyway, they don't. What do you love about this country? I don't know. My family's here. Uh, I like the area we live in. Um, I like what the basis of the country is meant to be. Uh, but that's not what it is. Well, I know that's not what it is. The country is not what you think it is. Honey. So why do you love the country? Are you Because because your family's here and you like the climate here and, and you like the roads and the trees? Yeah, yeah, I like the ease of job. Um, he spent his whole life being proud of where he's from. Yeah, it's hard to right? knock that. It's I mean, like mm-hmm. hard that's, to that, have that detachment that. there. And what is that called? Two words that Sean... Fucks up a lot, and I, and I do too, actually. Cognitive dissonance. 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 Oh, I always thought it was dissonance. There's no T in there. Me too. Me oh, too. Until okay. I until I that's why I said I fuck it up too because that's what I I, I thought it was dissonance uh, with a D. I at always the end, thought it was dissonance. Cognitive dissonance. 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 Okay. Well, Something it's like dissonance, that. but okay. If you want to say <laughs> Nancy, then that's fine too. Right. I was yeah, big Nancy. <laughs> so, so, and I and I bring this up now. Now that because I I had this thought process when I was going to talk to um, what's his face in St. Louis. Uh, you know, I asked them both him and uh, uh, Buzzy, was it smart of me to move out of New York? And they're all like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, that place is a you know a hellhole." So why isn't it not smart of me to move out of the United States? Because I consider the whole thing a hell. It's not actually. I, I consider the federal government. I, I don't like what's going on with the federal government, and they're they're exacting more and more power and control. I mean, just just look at what happened the other day. Now it's not even federal; it's New York. But the little fucking Nazi uh, Bloomberg 
the, the, the judge says stop and frisks are unconstitutional. So what does he do? Says, no, they're not. And he doesn't. He just keeps going. He goes, I think the judge is wrong. I didn't see that. I, I did see the stop and for the, it being ruled unconstitutional, but I didn't see that he uh, just said, F you, I'm doing it. Right. Now, now, if, if it's ruled un- unconstitutional, shouldn't the judge go hit the gavel and be like, that has to stop right now? You know what she said? She goes, all right, I'm going to put a special, special person yeah. to watch over that. Bullshit! Right, who, who was uh, a former federal prosecutor or something like that. I forget what his, his... Either way, he came from a place that put him in a position to easily go, oh, you know, all this, you know, I can let this go. Right. Or, it's, a, it's just like, what's his face? Um... Be, look, uh, what's the guy who who lied in front of Congress? He, he had that big tell. He was saying, "Oh no, the NSA," and he's holding his hand. His oh head. yeah, which one? I mean, Jesus Christ, they all lied. It's the bold guy. But there, uh, excuse me, he's the guy that's now in charge of the NSA oversight for trades. Uh, yeah, it's amazing read, how they do I it. I read that. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? The guy that just lied about it is the guy you're putting in charge to make sure that everything's cool? <laughs> <laughs> like, Doesn't make much sense, does it? But they do that kind of shit all the time. Uh, um, yeah. Dave, I was looking at the computer, and I got buzzards Skype up in front of me for some reason. I almost called you Bob. <laughs> I've been uh, called worse. Mikey misses you, I'll tell you that much. Yeah? Yeah. I forgot, I forgot to show him when I was here. I have. He gave me a little like uh, a thing that he drew in a little comic book, I guess, right. from school. And I said I would put it on my refrigerator. I did, but I put it on the side so he couldn't see. And I wanted to show him. Look, it's up on the refrigerator, but I have uh, to show him next time. Uh, Dave played babysitter on Monday. It's very nice of you. Thank you. And Thursday. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. He likes to pull. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah. so you were talking about the NSA and Bloomberg, and we were talking about cognitive dissonance. Is that right? Totally CD. Right let's just call it. Right. Let's just call it CD from this Moving point right on. along. CD. We're just going to move CD. on. <laughs> um, and of course, uh, I was going to say last night I met a guy. Um, Mascar. What's his, his Twitter handle? Mascar. I think. The hell is his Twitter handle? Um, one of Shifty's friends. Uh, Shifty has friends. A few. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, it shouldn't be hard then. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember his name. Uh, I'll find it late during the break because I got to go through my tweets because he, he said it was nice meeting you last night thing. And he was a cop from Sarasota. And, oh boy. Yeah, and he's—I guess he's one of the guys that always yells at me when I start cop bashing on Shannon. Like he told me, "Run level," always tweet him, "Are you listening?" And blah blah blah. So uh, we got in a nice little conversation about you know what it is I talk about and why I talk about it, and there's reasoning behind it, and it's not because I. You know, you you hate cops. You say fuck cops, fuck the police, blah blah, whatever. That's fine. I think that the the, the in the perfect situation, they're useful they're, if they're doing their jobs. Now, your cops up there, I noticed it doesn't say to protect and serve. It says to serve and protect on their cars, which I that caught me off guard. I was like, well, why why did they reverse it? Have you ever noticed just that? To, just just to be different. I don't read it anyway. I don't give a shit because I know it should be whatever it is. It's either protect and serve or to serve and protect. It's comma, the government. <laughs> <laughs> well, you I know, when, when, when September 11th happened, guess what? They didn't put blockades around my house. They put blockades around the, the police stations. They put blockades around the the, uh, the government offices. Buildings, right. Yeah, they and it wasn't, a government government. Bo- it, was, it wasn't a government building that got hit. Well, Unless you count Building 7, which nobody talks about. Right, right, right. The um, one that had all the documents for all the, the stuff going on. But still, on. it wasn't even a government building. They just had offices, as in, offices in there. So uh, 
you know, they're only out to protect themselves. That's it. And that's why... That's why Bloomberg doesn't like, you know, the, the, the stop and frisk thing because it makes him look good and, and it puts him in charge and it makes him think makes makes him think that the people are obeying, you know. It makes it puts that little fucking Nazi bastard in power. Well, part of what I try to do, what I what a part of what I try to do is put the information out there of the negative. You know, we have seen good things that we've talked about the cops have done, uh, but we always see the negative. But, but we really have to highlight the negative because it's. The only way people are going to realize that there is an issue there is if we talk about the negatives, and that's why we talk about the negatives when we do. Um, and I got I got a couple negatives here, of course, uh, sitting in front of me. Uh, Harris County Sheriff's deputy accused of raping a woman while on duty, Lovely. while investigating a crime at her house. Guess what? Guess what? Uh, work eth- work ethic uh, line of work has the most amount of rapists in it. Uh, the TSA, cops, <laughs> cops. Same that's that's nation. That's nationwide. Nationwide. Yeah. I, law en- law enforcement in general. You know, more of those guys fucking uh, are raping people than anybody else. More of those guys are, are, are than any other profession. More of them are raping. More of them are abusing. More of them are are murdering than any other line of work. Yep. Although now now you know it's coming out all the sexual abuse that's that's in the uh, the military. Yeah, and. How fucked up is that? Do you actually the sexual abuse is so bad that you have to have a division for people, you know, for, to, to handle sexual abuse? Handle it, right. And that guy got in trouble for sexual <laughs> abuse. It's usually the ones at the top that do the bad stuff also. I mean, we see right. it all so, the time. If I had a company and and you know, 20% of my guys were raping people, they would shut me down. Yeah, that's because, because you're not the, the government. government. <laughs> Hold on. It's business so, as usual. Let's hear this story here and then we can discuss that some more. If uh, we want to get running Hello, 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 hello. I should have primed it up before I uh, brought it up. Anyway, uh, yeah, see, it's amazing. I had no problems with my computer when I was up there, and I'm having problems Uh as soon as I turned on my laptop. My other ones are working fine, but my laptop, I don't get it. It drives me nuts, a stupid thing. Never wants to cooperate with me. So, uh, Well, if that's the case, if you're having computer issues before a show, you should bounce all your machines should reboot all your machines. I just, I just hooked everything up today. So, anyway. Um, yeah, and you're probably finished at like 8.55 just before I texted you. Because I didn't even know we were doing a show. Oh, yes, Usually, you did. Yes, you did. I did Hold not. On. We didn't. Got it. New information now about accusations that a Harris County deputy sexually assaulted a woman he was questioning. She says she's telling her story hoping if there are other victims out there, they'll come forward. I reckon Litterage is live in downtown Houston with another story you'll see only on 11 News. Reckon? Yeah, when KHOU first broke this story, we were interviewing the woman involved when detectives came by and took her away for questioning. But today, Lisa Rodriguez shared her whole story. She, we don't normally identify victims of sexual assault, but she said she came forward and wanted to speak with us because she wants justice. All I want is justice. Lisa Rodriguez says what a Harris County Sheriff's deputy did to her has left her feeling violated and helpless. Rodriguez says a deputy knocked on the door of her Cloverleaf apartment over harassing phone calls between Rodriguez and her cousin. She says she knew she was already wanted for assault in Galena Park. Sir, before you check my background, I said I have a warrant. She said the deputy then made a pass at her. And he goes, where do you get those from? And he's talking about my hickeys. And I said, uh, I have a boyfriend. And then he goes, 
nice medallion. Rodriguez says the deputy then suggested taking the conversation indoors. Her two young daughters and niece were inside the apartment. I'm just thinking, I'm, I could trust this man, you know, like he's an officer, what is he going to do, you know? Then she says the deputy suggested talking in her bedroom, and that's where the alleged assault happened. Kind of grabs my hand, and he puts it on his private part. Rodriguez says she was forced to perform a sexual act on the deputy. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh my God, like, oh, if I don't do this, I'm going to go to jail. When he left, Rodriguez went to a Houston police station to report the incident. Since then, she says other residents in the area told her the deputy was known to coerce women into doing sexual favors. Rodriguez says she is sharing her story so other possible victims will also come forward. I was always taught to be strong and what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. Now, the sheriff's department says the deputy involved has been relieved of duty pending this investigation. In the meantime, we are not releasing that deputy's name because he has not yet been charged. Reporting live, Breaka Motoraj, KHOU. So he's not yet been news. charged. Uh, right, but, so but, but anybody else, anybody else that's over 18, if, they, if, they, if they're suspected of a crime, they'll fucking put their picture out all over the place. But because it's a cop, they won't. They won't. You right. see what happens? Yep, yep. See what happens? And, and, and here's the deal. He's, he's probably suspended with pay. So he's home on vacation. He got a blowjob. No, he resigned. And now he's on. He, he, resigned. he resigned. Yeah, one of the, yeah. the articles said that he re had resigned. But the one point I wanted to make. Right. Are, are you, uh, wait, are hold you, on a second. Uh, no, hold on for a second. You, you got to calm down a little uh, bit tonight, brother. No, I'm, I'm fucking, you're, you're I'm fucking on, on fire tonight. now. I can tell. I'm, I know. I get you. The point I wanted to make about it is that, you know, we see all these teachers that get in trouble and get arrested and get put away for the, the student thing. And sometimes it's an 18-year-old or 17-year-old boy with the 22, 23-year-old teacher. But the reason why they still go to jail is because they're in a position of power over that person. So that's why this is an important thing to talk about because this is somebody in a position of power who's been using it for years to coerce women into doing things. And we know what happens in... in a lot of law law agencies, law enforcement agencies throughout the country. So that's a big problem, and that we don't look at it. They're they're put on such a pedestal, and they think that they're so high above everything that we don't look at it the same way we would look at the teacher uh, or circumstance, or even a a boss over his employee type circumstance, which is pretty much the same thing. So go ahead now. Okay. So what happens when a teacher? Uh, has consensual sex with a someone who they consider underage. They go to they either they definitely lose their job and they and most they of the time go to, go jail. to jail most of the time. Right, right. What happened to the cop? He quit his job. Yeah. Are they are they still, are well, they going to file charges? They're investigating uh, the whole circumstance situation. It. So I'm going to have to look into it, or you can watch it and see right. if you can find up some more. No, because I know exactly what's. Or I, the, I'll tell you what the common thing that happens is: nothing happens to the guy, and he gets rehired. This, like, you've you've that, sent me a few of them. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Right. It happens all the time. People do shit and they, they say, okay, well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna fire him. Right? But meanwhile, he doesn't go to jail. Right? And then they hire him back like a year later with full fucking back pay. So he had a year off and then he gets 60 grand you know, for coming back to work. This is, this is the law enforcement system that this country has. And this is common. This happens all the fucking time. Well, see, this guy I met last and night who was, all, who was all mad at me, you know, saying, you know, uh, you know, the tweet he sent out to me was something along the lines of, you finally, you met a good cop, can we please stop all the cop bashing? <laughs> no. See, it's not. a good thing I didn't go down there last night because I probably would have 
I probably would have been arrested. No, nah, he was not. He was, he was actually a nice guy. He probably he was, was nice, he was. but I would. But I would have vented on him for all the shit that I think about cops. I would have vented on him, and I'm gonna and I and he would have said something. Well, no, no, all cops like that. Well, where's the good cops? Where the good guy? Where are the good cops stopping the fucking bad cops? They're getting this thrown out. Happens. They're getting the thrown cop. out all the time. Exactly. Right. Big exactly. problem. Exactly. So the 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 systemic the, the issue is systemic. It's it's law enforcement. The concept of law enforcement. I really don't have a problem with the guys themselves. I do, but. Um, you know, that guy in Tarzan out in the hole in the wall. I guarantee you he's done things, you know, that, you know, he, he probably has arrested people for, you know, nonviolent drug offenses. He's, he's probably given tons of tickets because, you know, there's this unwritten quota thing. Um, yeah, well, we heard about that. With two. I don't even think we covered that on our show. I know it's been covered on other shows. I don't remember if we covered that one or not. Yeah, well, it, you know, it, the thing is, shit. So much shit happens by Friday, Saturday that you know those those are those are like the, not even an important things. Yeah, that's why I try to you really know? pull up the. That's why I put, post articles on the website. Everything I'm playing tonight and talking about is on the website, RazRadioLive.com, and I put that there as my kind of research palette. I used to use Facebook for that, but it's too hard to find shit. Where here, I can find it a lot quicker when I put it on the site. So it's part of why I post right. the articles to the site like I do. Uh, plus, people like to go read it themselves and, and see, oh, geez. Um, we got about 15 or 10 minutes. Yeah, let's hit this real fast, too, because this, this ties right into... Uh, no, you know what? Maybe I'll hold that. Yeah, let's hold that. What do you got in front of you? I'll hold that for after the break. Do you know what Lava Bit is? Is it? Uh, no, it's not Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> That's right where I was going. Is it a new Bitcoin for the mining thing or something? No, what is it? No. It was a... It was... A encrypted mail service that's been around for a decade. And guess who used it? Who? Edward Snowden. Oh, yeah. Right. So he used it, and they, they found out about that. Guess what? LavaBit got shut down. Oh, because Snowden used it. Well, because what happened was uh, they went over there, and there's this guy. He, he put it up on, on his website. Uh... I'll tell you where is it now. Here's here's his quote. Uh, I would and this he puts on the, his website. I would love to tell you everything that's happened to me over the last six weeks. I'm just legally prevented from doing so. In other words, he voluntarily shut the, the thing down because he didn't have, he didn't want to deal with any any court issues. Right. But they put a gag order on him well, that don't. he can't say what they told him. All right. What's the first amendment to the Constitution? Freedom of speech. What's happening here? We see gag orders all the time in different things. Uh, what's her face? Got no, gagged, that's uh, that's no gag orders are usually when you're in a litigation thing or you or you agree to the to the terms of a settlement that you have a gag order. This guy it was forced on him. He was told he couldn't talk about it. There was he didn't voluntarily agree to anything. And what are they going to do to him if he doesn't? You know, they're going to arrest him. He can't say. Can't say. So he, he and, and it says. He said something about uh, he's been threatened with arrest multiple times. I've been forced to make a difficult decision to become complicit in crimes against the American people or walk away from nearly 10 years of hard work by shutting down Lava Bit. So in other words, they were going to uh, charge him with a crime. What's his, crime? He had What's a, his crime, though? What doesn't they- matter. All the government has to do is charge you with something, whether it's trumped up or not, and they'll just rake you through the coals. They'll make you go through this whole legal system, and they will take you out. 
Yeah, it's, it's so getting the guy, ridiculous the way they do this anymore, and, and they don't have to follow the laws, but we do type thing. And that's exactly that's part of the problem that we have in this country by far. I mean, that's just ridiculous. And this guy should just speak out. He should just, what are they going to kill him? You know, I mean. Who knows? Well, I no, don't know. Snowden. Uh, Michael Hastings. Hastings, yeah. <laughs> You know, so I don't know. Michael Hastings, Andrew Breitbart. Um, the, the list is long uh, and distinguished. Uh, uh, what's his name? What's the guy and his sixteen-year-old son? Alawaki, Anwar Alawaki, and his. Uh, right. I don't know the kid's name, but his son. Right. And two other right. Americans. Right. Two other American citizens, without due process. Unreal. Ask me again why I want to leave this country. <laughs> Yeah, but it's going to just follow you, man. It's not going to just go away, unfortunately. It's not, not going to follow me. It's not going to follow me. The, the, the law enforcement in, in, in most Latin American countries, they have to buy their own bullets. Nobody's dog is getting shot, and nobody's by accident. Nobody's getting tased because they don't have tasers down there. They're actually kind of cool. They come up to you and ask you for 20 bucks because they're, they're actually given a stipend of, of they're given the car, and they're given X amount of money for fuel, right? Right. And what happens is, is these guys use the car to go get their groceries, take their kids to school, blah, blah, so they don't have enough money to drive their car around all month. So what they'll do is they'll see you make a wrong turn, and they'll be like, hey, uh, give me 20 you know, bucks. <laughs> give me 20 bucks. Well, that's, you know, that's, that's the bottom. And if you know that this is what happens, all right, fine, here's 30. Hey, you know what? You got a gun there. What, you know, this is what I'm going to say. Hey, why don't you come to my property? We'll go shoot that thing off. I've got bullets for that. Let's go. Let's go practice. So I'm going to be a friend to the law enforcement down there by, <laughs> you know, buying them off. Well, you know, I guess uh, maybe that's what led Could, to our law enforcement getting as bad as it is now. Possibly. Well, they're all bought corruption. Corruption. There's corrupt. They, they they are almost as corrupt as the fucking financial system. Who the law enforcement? Yeah. Yeah, but see, the problem is they're not getting bought off by the citizens. They're getting bought off by being given the best weapons and the tanks and the this and the that. And that's where right. we'll be going. The, the, We're going to go there when we come back from break. So I don't want to get too deep into that right now. That's what I was pushing off till after break. Um, uh, so my issue there with that story is the guy should just talk at this point in time. Uh, well, he, he, first he's, of all. He's being complacent in the crime against the civilians of America, like he said he didn't want to do. By not talking, right? But if he talks, then he and he he faces the full wrath of the American government. Look what happens if you talk. You saw what what they did to Bradley Manning. They they're only supposed to hold him for 120 days. He's been here for three years. You you heard him like apologize the other day because he's beaten down. They don't they don't turn the light off. They make him sleep on the floor naked. They are they are they are are doing. Um, such cruel things to him that they wouldn't that the Geneva Convention in times of war forbids. That's what they're doing to their own people. Not their not the own American public. The, the American military, the guys that work for them. That's well, what the, that's how they treat them. Yeah, and look at uh, you know, we haven't really talked about him much recently, but we still got uh, Adam Kokash. He's still locked up. Yeah. He's still away for no well, with no, well, no, no due no. process for at this point in time. Well, you know what happened to him, right? They bailed him out, right, of the local jail, and he walked right out and got nailed by the feds, and now he's in a federal prison, no, a fe federal jail. What did the feds nail him for? Because what he did was he crossed state lines. So initially, the the Baltimore or the uh, Maryland, uh, Virginia police had him, and he waited two weeks to get bailed out, and they bailed him out, and then the other law enforcement came because they didn't want they don't want him out of jail, and they're not allowing him to talk to anybody. Well, no, he had. I had a couple guys on my Facebook went to visit him today, and spent some time with him. And the one guy, even um, he was on a on a 
tri- trips show last week, I think, or the week before. I don't. I'm, I'm so scattered and so off of everything. Uh, yeah, that's Canadian. Uh, Chris, uh, what the hell? Is Chris, his Chris name? Cantwell. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was on. He went to visit with uh, Adam today, and Adam asked him to stick around for a little bit. So he, he yeah, posted I, out. I, Go ahead. I think Cant- Cantwell did. I, I went to Anarchy in NYC in April, and I think Chris Cantwell did the best job. He was in. He was up there for like five minutes, knocked it out of the fucking park, and left everybody with applause. Where other people were just talking a little too long. Right, right. Uh, even even Adam was talking a little too. Well, long. We're gonna have to hit him up for an interview one night. I've been thinking that for a while. And uh, Martin Truther was supposed to be on last week. And those of you that was listening to Shannon's uh, show last <laughs> week, you'll hear that he called. So we got him booked for next week, Dave. He'll be back uh, the twenty fourth. Uh, oh, Shannon, that's right. Shannon didn't do a show tonight, right? Uh, no, I guess not. I. I'm not totally oh, good. in charge then, of that one. <laughs> then, then the servers didn't blow up. <laughs> no, yeah, no blowing up the servers tonight. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, we'll have Martin next week, and I want to get Chris lined up for an interview, uh, talk with him a little bit. That should be a good one. We don't have an interview tonight, so we're going to keep going. Uh, we'll take phone calls in the second hour and uh, talk with you guys out there. Guess what I have. What do you have? Four loco. Uh-oh. <laughs> The second and third hour should be interesting. Dave, you've been drinking a lot, man. Yeah. You all right there? I mean, you don't really drink that much often. I had, I got money now. <laughs> ah, the root of all evil, money. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have a lot of money, but I just had enough to. I was like, ah, I feel like having a couple. I, w- I went out house, house shopping this morning, and it looks like I'm not going to be able to get anything in the money that I have. Aww. So I was like, came back, and I was like, all right, let me have a couple beers. I had a couple beers, and I bought a Four Loko specifically for the for show, the show in case I wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see, um, I, I, um, were you involved in this conversation with Ben and I Thursday night about uh, hate speech? No, I think that's when you passed out. I know Lexi yeah, was, I, 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 I remember. I remember Ben showing up, but that's about it. <laughs> Jeez, man. That was like right when we started eating. Yeah, I, don't, I remember eating. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. You gotta understand, though, I started drinking at what, 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Oh, no. And it was dark by the time we were eating? Earlier than that. You got over there. No, about I, two. I didn't leave. I, I didn't leave. I didn't leave. Yeah, but I got there at about two. Didn't start drinking until about three. Oh, okay. But other thing I want to cover in a little bit tonight. Um, you brought up Alex Jones earlier, and I guess MSNBC had a big uh, <clears throat> tear down Alex Jones segment. It's like four or five minutes. I think we're going to do a stop and start on that one and, and listen to a little bit of it and then. Uh, get back into it and you know i think that'll be a good way to handle it because i cover a couple different topics in it so i was going to do it before the break but it's too long to do that so uh it's it's an 11 minute segment so that'll take up a lot of time in the second hour also uh we'll do a stop and start on that one uh what else you got you got anything quick in front of you got four minutes or so oh i have this one thing uh I listen to the show called Follow the Money Daily, right? It's actually, it's, it's turning into a very conspiratorial show. Do you listen show. to it daily or it's called Follow the Money Daily? The show is called Follow the Money. Uh, the, the website's Follow daily. the Money Daily. Oh, okay. No, it's, the, the show is a one-hour show once a week. Okay. Um, and, he, and he posted here, and I can't even go through them, but it's 252 ways President Obama has systematically destroyed America. Okay. So I was going to read some of them, but uh, there's 252 of them. Well, and... It, that's, I'm, that's I'm gonna sad lose that my, there's 252 I'm, of them, first of all. My ADD is going to start to kick in right around 11 or 12. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, 
it's not really President Obama, though. You know, that's just the, the figurehead. That's just the, the right, one right. That, that's there for us to get angry at. That's the one they want us to be angry at. Correct. It's the, it should say the office of president. Right. But right, this, this might specifically be. All right, here, here's the first one. Carried out mili- military intervention in Libya without c- congressional approval. That's uh, Obama. <sighs> Gave no bid contract to Halliburton, just like Bush did. Right. But that's not Has really. An administration. It's, it's Obama in the in the sense that he had to make it happen or sign the papers <laughs> to make it happen. It's not his ideas, though. Is the point I was making? Well, no. He's, here's here's another one. It says has an administration full of lobbyists after promising he wouldn't have any. That's on Obama. Although that's typical of old presidents. Right. 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 Has close ties to Wall Street, but pretends to support Occupy Wall Street. <laughs> Wait. What was that? Has close ties to Wall Street. But pretends to support Occupy Wall Street. Oh yeah, like because they, yeah, he doesn't even get what the hell he's doing anyway. There, right? Uh, it's and, all, it's nothing but lies that they all spread. That's all they all do is just just lie to you, lie to you, lie to you, and then do whatever their buddies or whatever their backers or whatever their you know people paying them want them all to right. do. So so now, all right. So having said that, mm-hmm. and knowing that this is the reality that they're not going to do shit, isn't it fucked up that we even vote? Like the last time, I didn't even vote. The time before that, I voted Libertarian. Um, yeah, I don't. So plan, I haven't. I don't plan to vote this time, uh, except for local stuff, because that's really the the only thing you can make a right. real impact on is your local stuff. Um, as far as for president goes, there would have to be a really strong, visible, no games played like they played with Ron Paul, um, Libertarian or Independent type person running but it doesn't matter they're gonna play the game i mean you saw you saw well do you think ron paul would have played the game if he got elected and that's what i mean somebody that that shows the truth and you can go back in their history and and fought like jesse vent let's just say jesse ventura was running for president i would i would take the time to vote then as long as they weren't playing the poll shit on there and everything else but what what are the what are the like what's the likelihood of him actually surviving whatever if he goes independent Republican or Democrat because we saw firsthand what the Republican Party did to its own candidate Ron Paul right you saw them change the rules on the fly when Ron Paul met to do things and they changed the rules on all these little on these little so he couldn't be involved and stuff right right and it's been proven in the Northeast I think it was Massachusetts New Hampshire. That they fudged the numbers. They did in Ohio. They fudged the numbers. And you could even see Fox, who's, you know, a Republican shill. They'll tell you, you know, that, oh, this guy came in first. This guy came in second. This guy came in fourth. This guy came in fifth. They, they missed the third Ryan. one. Yeah. Right. They, they totally skipped over Ron Paul, who came in number three. Yeah, you know? they did it a couple times, too. But they'd have right. it up on the screen, but they just wouldn't say his name. I, I don't right. know if you ever saw, you know, if you, if you noticed that part of it with that. All right, let's take a break. And, and, Let's take a break. Okay. We'll come back. We got uh, two topics that are probably going to cover most of the, the second hour. You guys give us a call in the second hour if you'd like, 941-421-0401, or the third hour, of course. Um, and uh, we'll be back in a few. You're listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. And uh, sit tight, guys. We'll be coming back to you. Hi, this is Jeannie, and I'm Joe from Maine's mom. I am not wearing pink stockings. I am wearing camo stockings with red toenail polish. Jeannie, you just said camo toe. And you are listening to RazRadioLive.com. Jeannie, what do you think of uh, your son's wife's big boobies? I am not going to say anything about that. 
Are chemtrail geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment? Why in the world are they spraying? They want to create a storm in the southeast, then they'll start engineering out of the North Pacific. That's where the trailies will be. Find out why critics are calling Why in the World Are They Spraying? The most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the World Are They Spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the Central Command Group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple. You're listening to The First 52 with Sean Rass on Rass Radio. Believe almost all of what you hear. But be skeptical. <laughs> and is that I can't... less insulting? Somewhat less insulting. So, somewhat less insulting. Yeah, we'll use it. there in the first uh, first hour so i think i'm a little better now I'm a little more awake a little more uh, ready to go i kind of forgot to put my radio my radio pants on before i uh opened up the mic tonight i think i was a little uh i was a little out of it there for a little bit in the beginning dave sorry about that 
That's all right, man. You had two weeks off. Yeah, I, I don't think I was uh, revved back up into the show mode not yet. Only, not only did you have two weeks off, lower the other channel. Oh, yeah. See? I'm forgetting everything. Not, not only did you have two weeks off, but one of them was a shitty week. Yeah, uh, that was true. Yeah, that was, uh, that's all done all done and over with. Although tomorrow my mother's uh, making me celebrate my uncle. Well, not making me, but we're celebrating my uncle's birthday tomorrow and releasing bur- balloons. The whole family's going to go... Uh, uh, everybody who lives throughout the country is going to do a balloon for his birthday, and they're going to release a balloon. So that'll be tomorrow we're doing that, so that should be interesting. All right. So if one of you guys get a ticket for littering, can I <laughs> laugh hysterically? <laughs> yes, you can. Right. Yes, you can. Because, you know, that's happened. That's actually happened in the state of Florida. Somebody released a b- balloon in remembrance of somebody, and a, and a cop had come up and given them a ticket for littering. I'm not shitting you. Look it up. And, you know, they, I don't see how they can do that because you haven't littered till it hits the ground. So it could land in another state or another country or, you know, in the water out of his jurisdiction. Point. Well, no, it is that, but the, see, my point, though, is they're, they're giving you a ticket for something you haven't really done. That's all that they do is they give you shit they, they, and they, make, they say fight it out in court. They don't give a fuck. This is another reason why I don't like cops because they'll, they'll do what they want. They'll be like, all right, fight it out in court. So now you got to take time off. You got to make money. You got to spend money. Yeah, a lawyer. Just because, just because this fucking prick. <laughs> well, one of the things I wanted to discuss uh, in this hour is... Oh, wait a minute. Yes. Just one more thing that I didn't get to go on the first hour. Now, uh, LavaBit was the first of two crypto email services to shut down. Right after this. Now, uh, I think it's called Secret Circle. They, they have a, a, a thing. You can pay 20 bucks a month and you're texts your emails and your phone calls will all be encrypted and what they did was they dropped their email service volunteer the day after lava bit shut down but they, he said call, I, but your phone call and text messages can still be currently so because they're not going they're not going after that right now yet yet right so. but there are there are ways around that see see what happens is that's a central server like this this is a thing called CryptoCat, which is a why do, we, why do we have to fight so hard to keep our privacy? Shouldn't that just be something well, allotted to us that we shouldn't have to fight for, though? I mean, really? Here's here's the thing. You're using somebody else's service. You're paying for the service, and in the service, you don't get the... the, the Google just said it the other day, and people are all, in a, all upset about it, but you don't have the right to privacy if you're using their shit for free, which is what most of us do. We use emails for free. Right. Um, and the ones that do buy, let's say, part of their, their cable service or whatever... Um, they tell you in the terms of service that, you know, they're not going to do it. What you can do is it's not all that difficult to set up a, your own email server. It's not difficult at all. But then now you got to deal with, you know, bringing a client with you and blah, 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 and, and having a, a computer at your house up at all time and blah, 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 blah. I, I actually consider doing it again. I've, I've been considered doing it for the last couple of years. And, and the thing is, I just don't say anything enough where and and then I have to change everything around. I don't feel like doing it. Right. You know. Right. Well, but I and guess I mean I understand the the whole the whole using a private company's thing. So you know they have the right to use your information for advertisement or um, solicitation, different things like that. That I can kind of deal with because that's there. That is what you, you know. That is the right is being the owner of that server that you're running the space from. My right. issue though is we shouldn't have to be fighting so hard to try to keep information. That really isn't any of the government's business to get to begin with out of their out of their pockets, and that's why people do that. They don't do it to to protect from you know their neighbor 
looking at their emails. Yeah. They do it to protect themselves from government entities or different things right. like so that. Or, or they, right. right, but see what happens is if there's a, there's a company that offers you know encrypted emails, look what happens to them. They get, they get uh, intimidated to where they shut down. Yeah, well, that's the government. This guy, this guy, pleasure. This guy's had the, he's had the business for ten years, right? And and it just recently because you know it's it, it's it's been let out that Snowden used it. So what do they got to do? They got to put a cap on it, even though that means nothing. Seriously, if I was you know if I if I wanted to if I was dastardly and I wanted to do something, which I do not want to do, I want to say this to anybody that's li- any of the NSA agents that are listening to me right now. I do not want to hurt anybody. I'm a voluntarist. I'm nonviolent. But if I wanted to, I could do it to the point where you guys wouldn't know what was going on. I'd use so so much encryption, and and there are there are ways of doing it that are relatively simple. That you know th- that's what these terrorists are probably using to begin with because they know everybody's listening. Well, the the terrorists work for them anyway. So I mean, let's be honest. This is true, but there there are so many there are so many other ways to to communicate. That are you know I mean, just I could send you a code I could I could have handed you a, a you know uh, a, a key file when I saw you the other day and then I could just write you an email that that's filled with you know code words and then you'll be able to figure it out on your side. That's, and they'll that's, have no that's, idea. They'll have no right. idea in that case then, especially right. that, that case. That's encryption. Or we could use PGP. All right, I, I have this thing called uh, Mailvelope that's installed on my uh, Gmail. And uh, if I want to send somebody a uh, an encrypted message, I could do it. And uh, but the thing is, the person on the other side has to use this mail envelope as well to to decrypt it. And who owns and the who mail envelope? Who the hell am I Yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, I could do that to you. I could do that with anybody. But it's it's one extra layer. And what the hell are we talking about? Yeah, nothing. You know? that we have to worry about. I mean, right? Because honestly, all right, I'm 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 I've got nothing to hide. Uh, you know? So this is the reason why I'm not doing it. But if I wanted to do it, and I have, I actually. Uh, you know, I listen to Free Talk Live a lot. Right. And one of the hosts there, I actually emailed him this whole procedure, and we started bouncing back and forth to test it. And now every time I email him, I email him in PGP just to fuck with the government. And he sends me pictures of kids of his kid uh, from Porkfest. And he goes, hey, it's my son from Porkfest and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I hope that it takes the, the NSA a long time to crack this email to see a picture of my five-year-old kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. They shouldn't, you know, we're, the, the reason why they'd even watch any of us Free Talk, you, DC, myself, anybody on Ryan's radio is because they're afraid that we're going to say something that they don't want talked about. You know, so, you know, we've seen the stories come out, how the news, you know, that came out a couple of weeks ago that uh, they're, they're bringing propaganda news to America. You know, we've always had propaganda news in other countries. Oh, now it's legal, though. Yeah, now it's now it's legal and it's accepted and, and they want to bring it back here in America, which is basically, uh, um, if you listen to like... Uh, I, I can't even think of any of the state, any of the channels that they were talking about. But I'm trying to find a good comparison. Like uh, in 1984, when they had like the news that was broadcasted out over everything, you know, and you had the big TV screen there that that told you everything they wanted you to know. It's the same type of idea. You know, we're getting so right. close to 1984; it's just ridiculous. And that's that's where I was going. Uh, I want to go for a little bit here. Is uh, you know, we talk about the growth of the TSA. We talk about law enforcement getting. Um, our, our armored personnel carriers and and they're wearing gear that looks like military gear now. And uh, there was a, a, a retired Marine colonel came out against uh, uh, talking about how Homeland Security is building a domestic army. He was in Fallujah. 
Um, and he's talking about how the government is afraid of its own citizens. Uh, have you seen this video or heard this video yet, Dave? Uh, I've heard of the story. I haven't heard anything about it. All right. It starts out here. It's a Concord, New Hampshire city council meeting. What they're discussing. Uh, hold, on. H- hold on. It's Concord. <laughs> yeah, Concord. Well, no, no. The reason why I, I know this is because Free Talk Live talks about it all the time because they're in New Hampshire. What did I say? Concord? You and I would both say Concord, uh-huh. but apparently there it's it's conquered. Oh, it's conquered. So conquered, the conquered is getting conquered. So <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> they're uh, they were having a, a city council meeting about getting uh, the whether to accept a two hundred sixty thousand dollar homeland security grant um, in order to buy, purchase a Bearcat armored vehicle. Right. So. Uh, see what he has to say here. There's a little opening here in the beginning. The police chief would like to ballistics engineer armored response counterattack truck to use against activists that promote peace, oh. love, and freedom as his application to DHS. Hold on. Hold I, on see, I know about... I'm a retired criminal in the Marine Corps. I saw a sign back there that said, we want more military and less Fallujah. And I spent a year in Fallujah. You know what? When I first got there, I didn't have one. I'm going to have to read Pause this. Pause it. Yeah. What? Uh, it's, I don't know if it's going out over the air like this, but it sounds like shit. Yeah, in the beginning, in the beginning, the audio sucks, so it, it is rough. I'm oh, gonna, okay. I'm going to try to read because they got they in the beginning you can't hear them that well, so they have captions there. So I'm going back to where I can read the captions for you as it's going. Where did you get this? I bet you got so we don't need this. Really, no. I was a I'm a retired colonel. I saw a sign back there that said, "We want more military and less pollution." And I spent a year in Fallujah. You know what? When I first got there, I didn't have armored uh, Humvees. I spent, uh, I traveled over 10,000 miles over there. And sometimes you got to deal with and go with what you have. And so that's part of the job, for one. The second thing is, though, when I was in Iraq, I was in charge. I was the Ministry of Defense Coordinator. My job was to man, train, and equip the Iraqi Army in Al-Ambar, Najaf, Karbala, and northern Nabil provinces. And I can tell you right now, well, somebody had the great idea to get rid of the Iraqi army, so when we rebuilt it, we did everything we could to make it as strong as possible. And I'll tell you right now, Homeland Security would kick their butts in a week. What's happening here is we're building a domestic military because it's unlawful or unconstitutional to use American troops on American soil. So what we're doing is we're building a military. My best friend, who's a SWAT officer in Nashua, who came to Iraq with me to train the Iraqi police, sent me an email with a picture of him in the media on the streets of Watertown, Mass, wearing the exact same combat gear that we had in Iraq, only it was a different color. And with the way we do things in the military is called task organization. You take a command, and then you attach units to it in order to accomplish the mission. What's happening is Homeland Security is pre-staging gear, equipment, consistent. What they're trying to do is use standardized vehicles, standardized equipment. I saw a picture in the Boston Globe during the marathon bombing where there was a state police officer. Actually, there were two officers. They both had identical helmets, flat jackets, weapons, everything I wore in Iraq, only it was all blue. The officer on one side had a big patch on his back that said Massachusetts State Police. Another officer next to him, his patch said Boston Police. And so what we're doing here, and let's not kid about it, we're building a domestic army and we're shrinking the military because the government is afraid of its own citizens. The last time more than 10 terrorists were in the same place at one time was September 11th, and all these vehicles in the world wouldn't have prevented it, nor would it have helped anybody. 
So I don't know where we're going to use this many vehicles and this many troops. Concord is just one little cog in the wheel. We're building an army over here, and I can't believe that people aren't seeing it. Is everybody blind? Thank you. Thank you. And he got a good response, too. I like the response that he gets with the, the, the crowd clapping like that, the people in the, in the, in the room well, there. Well, I, I could tell you why. Because it's the free state. No, it's because Keene, New Hampshire, had dealt with this Bearcat issue just a year before. It was the first time ever that um, a, a town had protested it. So they protested so much. That, or, you know, not just the guys from Free Talk Live and not, you know, the whole Free State Project people that are there. Um, well, or it's mostly activists. what Keene is, isn't it, though? It's most of those people in there? Well, they congregate around there. They are in Manchester. They are in Concord. Um, so what happened was, is is the the New Hampshire activists will mobilize. So this is why I'm asking where'd you get that because it probably got off of freekeen.com because I'm pretty sure uh, one or two of the hosts from from Free Talk Live was there and and also all their other friends. Um, right, and th- all there. This is the reason. And this is because I just recently heard the show about that, the, the Bearcat there. Um, that's how I learned about Concord instead of Concord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they were t- somebody that lives in New Hampshire had said, you know, hey, it's Concord, not Concord. Well, it, it um, turns out they, they delayed the decision to purchase the vehicle, and the matter will be taken up once again at, a, at, a, at next month's meeting. So at least they delayed the, it. So that's a good job he, by them. That, no, that's not a good job. Because here's what's going to happen, right? Because they they did the same kind of pushback in Keene, but Keene still got the Bearcat. Um, what they what they and and the the, go, the the guy or the mayor of Concord had said in his application to the federal government about this, you know, while we don't have foreign terrorists over the over here, we do have local activists. And he was alluding to the fact that the Free State Project and the Occupy people are all actually domestic terrorists. They're, they are definitely afraid of their own citizens. Well, we're de- domestic terrorists in the eye of the government, Dave. Enemy belligerents. Yeah, same difference. Terrorists. Yeah, and they, you know, they, they got us considered in that no, same category. No, no. No, no, no. They, they've lowered the, the, the name of the terrorist to enemy combatant and then lowered it once more to enemy belligerent. We are definitely in the category of enemy belligerent. You know what that means, right? What does that mean? Tell me. NDAA. Oh, yeah. We, we could be taken without due process. With no reason, without due process. It happens. It can happen. And like, like I said, look at, the, at uh, Kokesh. Look at uh, uh, Co- yeah. what's-his-face uh, um, Manning. Uh, God yeah. knows who else is sitting there that we don't even know about because we wouldn't know about Manning if uh, people well, didn't stand up and talk about it. Remember last year that guy uh, Brandon Robb? Yeah. Oh yeah, Robb. He, yeah. he said some 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 shit on Facebook and they took him away for no reason. Yep. Took him away. Yeah, he's still away, isn't he? We talked about him a couple no, of weeks no, no. ago. Is he is he out now? No, he was out. Actually, Kokesh went out there and and, and uh, she, the mother would only interview with him. Right. Right. And, he was still was, in there. Right, we played that was, audio. Uh, he was in for. He was only in for. I think less than th- just around thirty days. Um, I forget what law. There's a. I forget what. There's there's a there's a legal defense. There's a legal fund or legal counsel that that goes after civil rights infringements, and they backed him up, and they got him out. Well, that's good. I see. There are some good organizations out there. So this guy. Right, see, that that'll never happen to us. This guy know? talking I, about how everything is so comparable to how they built up the 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 police in Fallujah to try to, you know, prevent everything, and, and he sees the exact same type of thing. And that leads into the couple other stories I got here about law enforcement. Um, 
It's it's the militarization of the of law enforcement. Yeah, it, it by far is, and and the fact that they're using these felony warrant, they're using the SWAT team on every possible warrant serving thing that they can find to use them on, use it on. Um, Take a guess on how many SWAT raids there are, no knock SWAT raids there are per year in this country. Uh, I actually that might be in this article. I'm trying to remember. It's it's high. It's like it's like in the I don't even remember. I, I want to say well, that, this 15, is what I'm asking. <laughs> All right, you think fifteen thousand? Right, see if it's in the article. I know the I'm number. I'm scanning through. I don't say it. I, I've read that somewhere recently, though. It might be in one of the other articles. Go ahead. Twenty eleven. There was eighty thousand. That's ridiculous. That's one a minute for the entire year. I did the numbers. I crunched the numbers. Yeah, that's completely uncalled for, and that's what this is talking about. That's where I was leading with that first one. Is this one when here? LA- is, this one here is uh, South County, Missouri. Um, and it's talking about the residents were alarmed after a SWAT team lined a South County neighborhood Tuesday night. The quiet South County street was crawling with SWAT officers and un- unnerving situation, which turns out to have been the r- relatively routine service of a warrant. An unidentified man pulled up around 8.15 p.m., was frisked by police, and then detained for questioning. But what got neighbors here very upset happened a few minutes earlier. It was a presence, presence of a SWAT team, complete with officers wearing armor and carrying assault rifles surrounding the man's home as police went to the door. One woman frankly told her husband, the Army's here. As it turns out, St. Louis County Police say that the, the use of SWAT team is standard procedure in serving a felony warrant, no matter what it's for. In this case, the officers say it was an administrative warrant, though they wouldn't elaborate. For people on Autumn Drive, it was for blah, blah, blah. So they're using them. For any warrant, I mean, if if you have a felony warrant for counterfeiting or for mail fraud or anything like that, they're going to come to your house with a SWAT team instead of the way they used to do it, which was they knock at the door. You'd come to the door. They say, sir, we have a warrant for your arrest. Please, you're coming with us. And that was that. They didn't kick your door in. Right. They didn't have SWAT members all around with their armored vehicles and their hat helmets on and their assault rifles. And not only that, if if you didn't come out and if you buried yourself in the house, then they called SWAT. Right. They didn't come prepared with them right away. Right. right. So now, but that, now that's what's happening is they're coming, you know, with, with you know, like how many people did they say that, that got at them? Uh, like they were talking about 50, 60, 70 people. Yeah, something they, like that. They had a fucking helicopter. They had they had the whole they had the neighborhood locked down. For one peaceful guy who's never done anything wrong other than possibly racking some rounds in a shotgun in in uh, uh, the District of Columbia. Yeah, and, you know, a lot, a lot of people have said on that whole thing is, uh, you know, he knows, knows the laws, and I don't believe that was illegal. Oh, no, that was, that, he, he, that was civil disobedience. No, well, I know what it was, but I'm saying I don't. I don't believe by the laws there. No, what he did that, was. That, I thought that's it was the a very definition. You couldn't. That's the very definition of civil disobedience is breaking an unjust law. But you're not listening to me. I don't think there was a law that prevented him to use that kind of weapon. Is what I mean. I, I know that there are laws there. there there's stringent gun res- laws there. If you're if you're a resident, he's not a resident of DC. Uh, okay, then that might be what I'm missing then. Because I, I remember that hearing somebody say something about that, so they go to they go to serve this you know petty uh, administrative warrant, um, which could be anything. I mean, it, it's a felony warrant apparently, but it, I mean, it could just be breaking probation or something. To give you an idea, 
to give you an idea of how benign some of these, or how, how quickly they're willing to throw felonies at you, um, when I moved down here, I brought a motorcycle with me. And anybody that lives in New York that owns a motorcycle does not have a motorcycle license because it's so administratively difficult to get a motorcycle license up there is we all just get permits and we just ride with our permits, right? I came down here, I kept the same attitude, right? Never got the motorcycle license. Got pulled over one day. <clears throat> And if I didn't respond, because I was riding, actually, I was driving out of class because I didn't have the right license to drive the motorcycle. Could you imagine that? I don't even see, driving, what, I don't even see dri- the, the need for licensing to begin with, but that's a whole This is story. true. But I've been riding dirt bikes since I'm fucking 12 years old, and I need some piece of paper to tell me that, oh, now you're allowed to drive the mo- a motorcycle. But anyway, so that was the thing. And he goes, if you don't get this dealt with, it's a felony. So let's say I didn't get it de- dealt with. They would have come to my house to arrest me on a felony warrant for that for right. r- driving a fucking motorcycle without a license. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. That's the law enforcement in this fucking country. Yeah, that that's that's ridiculous. And again, you know, I, I I really don't agree with licensing in the way that we do it, or the need for it for that matter to say. Um, right. If, if my you know, because the the other thing I got arrested for, or the only thing I got arrested for in my life was driving on a suspended license. Right. So like that, because my license is, is out of date means I no longer have the ability to drive. Oh, you mean expired license, not suspended? No, it was suspended. Oh, so, well, that's different. It's not out of date if it's suspended. Well, it was. All right. So it was no longer valid because right. the government said, all right, you didn't pay these two speeding tickets last month. Boom. We're invalidating your license. You no longer have the ability to drive. And they Which, use that for the a way, lot of different illegal. things. They do that. They use that for a lot of different things, though, because you know child support. If you get oh, oh, behind on child I got support, that letter today. I got that letter today. They're going after my license because of child support, but yet I'm paying child support now. The back, the back shit. So now this is something I got to deal with this week. And not only that, they're going to suspend my license by like the twenty third. So they're only giving me like a week to get this shit done. Now so who'd this I come tomorrow- from? Who'd this come from? Uh, I got to look. I, I I picked it up today at my friend's house. No, no, and no. I, well, kinda, I have this. It's, it's the state of Florida. I've had the same situation happen to me because I pay. I pay my child support to the state of Florida, but there's no court order in the state of Florida. There is the receiver of my money to send to New Jersey. So a couple of months ago, I got a letter saying, you know, you're because what happens is Jersey will put out an arrears report to whoever collects the money. And I'm obviously in arrears. So they sent out the letter to them and they automatically returned to me going, um, you know, you have blah, blah, blah time to, to pay this, blah, blah, blah. So if the orders through the point is if the orders through New York, let's say, um, they get confused in their own end because my paperwork here that I pay to them shows that I'm paying off the arrears. So they're they're ordered to go after the arrears, even though I'm paying them already. So it's just you gotta understand a screw this, up this in the is, system. This is a year and a half in the making, right? Right. Because I had no money. Now all of a sudden that I'm getting the, you know my my social security payment, boom! It triggers something that says that I got to start paying. But yet they're garnishing my pay. They're taking they're taking eleven hundred dollars a month. Right. Which I don't make much more than that. So, you know, unfortunately, I, you know, I'm going to be dicking around for a little while. Well, it shouldn't be much but, to um, correct that. It took me 10 minutes once I called. I went and I read my order to him and what was coming out and how it was. And he's yeah. like, just disregard that letter. I haven't, haven't yeah. got arrested yet. So, yeah, well, we should look it up because they'll, they'll, they'll tell you to just disregard it. But yet uh, your license will be suspended the next time. The next time you get pulled over and your license is suspended. Guess what? They fucking arrest you. That's the thing that I learned. And you know what? So fuck you, cop in, in Sarasota, for arresting me because I have a suspension. 
It doesn't mean that. That's bullshit. That's just that's interrogation. That's that that. Uh. It's just another form I'm, of control, I'm, I'm, Dave. That's all it is. So I'm, the other right, thing, right, right. one of the and other I things. I don't mean. I don't. And I'm sorry. I don't mean to say fuck him personally because I don't know. I don't. He might be a nice guy, and maybe he lets people go and and whatever. Maybe he bucks the system and he doesn't do the quota thing, which I doubt. I'm sure. But, uh, do you, you know of uh, photo? I'm focusing all my all my anger at him because I have yet another cops. Two more cop stories. You know the uh, photograph photography is not a crime website. Uh, Carlos Miller, photography is not a crime. Yes. The guy out of Miami. Yes. Don't know who you're talking about. Obviously not. <laughs> uh, so a hefty plainclothes sergeant from the Boston Police Department figured the best way to not be exposed on camera was to physically confront a videographer shoving him with his belly and pushing him back while threatening to arrest him for felony assault on an officer. This is what happened uh, a couple <laughs> weeks ago, I would assume. So there, he's belly bobbing you, and then he's going to arrest you for, for uh, harassing an officer. Yeah. The, Meanwhile, the, he's the guy doing it. The video is long. It's on the site, so I'm not going to play the video. Um, it, it starts out with the cop coming up to him and giving him a bunch of shit um, as he's trying to cower him into the corner, cower him back away from the scene because they're plainclothes officers and they sh- he shouldn't be recording them. And he's like, you're walking around the street with guns on your hips. You know, of course we know you're cops. How, what does it matter if I videotape you? You're in public here. Blah, blah, blah. So they're they're pushing him back and pushing him back. And the, the cop, you know, you can see that he's right up in the camera. He tried to grab the camera once. And the cop says, you touch me again, I will lock you up for felony or for uh, lock you up for assault and battery on a police officer. Uh, the burly sergeant told the burping photographer, videographer. It was pretty funny. The dude was, and I will say. What, did, was this actually Carlos Miller or somebody else? No, this was somebody else because uh, right. it happened in Massachusetts. Uh, came through uh, Massachusetts cop block, it looks like. Oh, uh, you mean Massachusetts, the place where they do martial law? When yeah. they're going after a 20-year-old guy? Yep, that place there. Um, just right in here, to, uh, led to plea, blah, blah, blah. the sergeant's behavior is especially arrogant considering the landmark, uh, Glick decision. Glick decision in Massachusetts, by the way, I think the Glick decision was, maybe it was Chicago. You're really chatty tonight. For loco. Obviously. Um, Glick, blah, 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 it's, G- blah, blah, blah. it's G-L-I-K, right? Yeah, G- Glick, Glick decision. Not only confronting citizens have the right to record cops in public, but led to the Boston Police Department dishing out $170,000 in a settlement. Uh, I, something like that happened to uh, Nathan Cox, too. I don't, I don't think it was videographing, but uh, and this, this cop's just a just a thug, um, the way he treats this guy. And then he walked, That's what they all are. Yeah, and then he's like, you know, across the street, he's like, well, is it, is it okay for me to... Oh, what I was going to say before you interrupted me, and I forgot what I was going to say. Um, I will agree with uh, Shannon on, and Rick on this one, and especially in this one. Um, we can't, we can't let them bring us to their level. So we always have to remain the nice guy. And this, this guy kind of got the, the, the guy recording, he got a little mouthy and a little obnoxious, which doesn't make what the officer did right, but it just doesn't make us look any better. So I do get upset when I see like this, you know, I won't usually say that like with the, the car, the, um, the checkpoint ones, I, I kind of. You know, I, I like them being a little bit more cocky there because that's a different type of situation than they, they were actually doing a, a drug bust or something here. So they were trying to keep the area. And I don't where he was standing was completely fine. And in the video, guys, go watch the video because you get a laugh out of this. As they're pushing this guy back, telling him he has to stay back by the light post that's 30 yards away. 
this dude's jogging down the street and jog past him. He goes, well, you're going to let him run right through your scene there. Why, why can't I stand 10 feet from it or 20 feet? Well, if they start shooting, what if they start shooting while the guy runs through? So it, you could tell that it was just all about video, videoing them. So the dude goes across the street, and then he starts yelling across the street, is this far enough? You know, like, that's what I mean by uncalled for. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. See, a good activist will kill him with kindness, and this is why I, I would not be a good activist, and this is why I chose not to go to the RNC to protest and told Cynthia don't come down here because I'm not going to be good at it. And actually, it was my interaction with Scott last year that, that reminded me that I am not as nonviolent as I want to be. And uh, I, if a cop touches me, you know, if I'm in that situation, a cop touches me, there's a, there's a pretty good chance that I'm going to snap back. And so the smart thing is to not not get yourself involved in that. I know myself, and and, and I'll just get the it'll be I'll, I'll one punch to the throat, and that's it. I'll get the shit beat out of me, and I'm in there, I'm in there for felony assault, and I can't I can't get away from it. So because of that, I'm gonna have to I I, I choose not to do these things. Right, right. You know, right. press protesting really doesn't do much anyway. I would go to like the Bradley Manning thing just to see what was going on, but that's you know too far away. Yeah, and that's the other thing. There's not a lot of things, especially for me in my area. I mean, you know, trips up there in Orlando, they got a lot of stuff going on. You got a lot of stuff going on in your area, but like you just said, you, you choose not to to be in that end of it, which, you know, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. We kind of do our own form of protesting here. Right. You see, I, I would make the protesters that are there look bad. Yeah, because if something happened to me, first of all, happened to somebody else, I would go up in it, in it and I'd get involved. And... I, I would make bad things would happen, and I just don't want that. To, I, I don't want to be a part of that. So as we're talking law enforcement here, uh, we have uh, another SWAT raid that went down. Wait a wait a minute. Does it does it have to do with an organic farm? Yes, it does. Farm in Arlington, All right, Texas, you could read it. The target of a I'll massive the SWAT out. raid in early August when police spent ten hours searching for marijuana plants. But they didn't find any pot plants. Instead, they see 17 blackberry bushes, 15 okra plants, 14 tomatillo plants, among other delicious fruits and vegetables. It appears now that the police used the raid to enforce code violations that included unkempt bushes and dilapidated buildings at the Garden of Eden Farm. So, Arthur, this is one of the latest examples of police using paramilitary tactics to enforce small violations here. Right, and this is something that happens so frequently uh, in so many parts of the country that our colleague Radley Balco has a book out basically about this. It's called Rise of the Warrior Cop, and I highly recommend it. Yeah, in, in this case, the police said after the fact, oh, we were looking for marijuana. And then, and then apparently there had also been complaints from the neighbors that the upkeep of this property was, you know, bringing the neighborhood down. Uh, so you and you send in the, the SWAT team. That's what you do when you get those complaints. You send in armed militarized militarized i just said militarized arthur militarized police right uh, uh, to basically go after this guy who looks like jesus uh <laughs> and, does and, too. and yeah this is something that happens all the time they have swat teams so they use them and they don't need to use them for this kind of thing but it, it's you know it's it, i hate to say it but it it, it, it frequently looks like cops just wanting to be macho and use the tools that they have uh, but it's, it's hard to imagine any plausible justification for a SWAT team raid in this case, given the fact that they, they didn't find any drugs, there was no violence or anything like that alleged in the first place, 
uh, and, and this is something that happens all the time. And there's never, there's, there's always these kinds of mistakes. So uh, definitely something that will contribute to the debate over the increasing use of SWAT teams and probably increased public skepticism for the practice. So, where we go, raiding into an organic farm, taking natural good food plants because somebody said that uh, they were growing pot over there, the big evil pot plant. Well, no, they, they, they turned it into, oh, it was code violations. We, needed, we right. needed a SWAT team for code Similar, you know, what happened in Ross and Foods out in L.A., around California. You know, they, they arrested, they went in there armed, you know, with, with a SWAT team. Over milk. For selling raw milk. Right. And then they locked the dude up in a shitty cell that backed up with the sewer and everything. They tortured that guy for days and days. That's what they do. That's what they do. If they get you in there, if you're just a regular criminal that, uh, that gives that, that, uh, acquiesces to them, you know, they, they, you're, oh, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I shouldn't have done that. They'll, they'll, they'll give you a blanket, they'll give you some water, they'll put you in a, a warm cell. If, God forbid, you, you tell them, go fuck yourself, boom. Then you're in the cold cell with no lights or too much lights. One or the other, uh, right? With the with with, with the uh, roaches, like Adam Kokesh said when he when uh, when he was arrested for the first time, um, when he when he got jumped at the um, at that uh, rally. Um, oh, the smoke fat the the 420 event in Philly. Yeah, they put him in a in a cell with roaches. Yeah, well, Philly's jails are pretty nasty to begin with. Uh, in in the article here, they they run they run down a. Of recent years, SWAT team um, thing here it says in recent years, SWAT teams have been called out to perform regular regular alcohol inspections at bars in uh, Manasana Park, Virginia, to raid bars for suspected underage drinking in New Haven, Connecticut, to perform license inspections at bar- barber shops in Orlando, Florida, and to raid. I remember a, that. And to raid a gay bar in Atlanta, where police suspected customers and employees were having. Uh, public sex. Sex. A federal investigation later found that the Atlanta police had made up the allegations of public sex. So, uh, I like what they said. How they got to use their toys, their new toys that they get. Um, yeah, Radley Balco, which actually was mentioned while you were up to get your uh, beverage there. Um, he's got a new book, uh, the Miller. Uh, I forget the name of the book, but uh, I heard him on a the couple of shows. Militarization of, the, or no, the um, shit. I just closed that article too. Yeah, the. the I want to get yeah, that book yeah. and read it, and maybe even talk with him. Uh, he actually wrote that article that I posted. So, uh, yeah, he, uh, you got that from uh, Huffington Post, right? Yeah, that was from the Huffington Post. Yeah. Again, yeah, guys, I, it's I, all on the site. Go up to the site if you want to find any of it. And I, it's all I right think there. I have another one here. In reason, no, this is uh, not not Radley Belka, but I've read a couple of his articles, and he's he's uh wouldn't be surprised if he's if he shows up dead somewhere. Yeah, the next the next car accident to happen. Yeah, that'll be nice. Or, or trip and fall, or you know, heart attack at thirty-six years old, or whatever the hell it happens to be. <laughs> it's amazing yeah. how they do it, though. They really, uh, really just sneak it on us. Hey, you know, now we're going down this conspiracy thing. You heard about the um, the the plane that crashed the other day? No, I, I really haven't been up on much news. It was a well, because only the pilot and co-pilot died because it was a cargo plane. It was a UPS cargo plane, right? Right. And there was no uh, distress calls, no nothing. Everything was coming in fine, right? The the pilot has landed in an airport many times. The pilot's been a commercial pilot since 1990. He's experienced, right? And because I have a friend here who's a commercial pilot, right, um, most, of the, uh, most of what a, a pilot does is take off and land. 
wheels up to wheels down. Right, the rest is, is autopilot is, mostly. Is autopilot, right. They even have software that'll get you wheels up and wheels down. And and the, the pilot just kind of guides it. But uh, he works for American Airlines, so he's got to control wheels up, wheels down. So anyway, um, it was... They, they said they couldn't investigate. Now, see, this is my, my radar went off. And, I don't, I, and, and I'm starting to be like you. Because I'm like, all right, they say the tail section's on fire. And they can't go in there because it's still smoldering. But th- to get the black boxes. And I'm like, what, isn't there one in the cockpit? <laughs> right? And you see a picture of, of you know, the fuselage, half the fuselage, or a quarter of the fuselage where the cockpit is, is fine. And I'm like... All right, so then put the fire out in, in the other, and F, and the FBI was looking. Now, does the FBI normally come to crash sites? No. No, that's, yeah, that's not, not I don't know that. And that's a question, because I had, I, I had no, seen on the news. the Transportation Administration, uh, which unless, right. they, unless they feel it's a terrorist or a crime involved, then the FBI would show up. So there's no reason for them to be there unless there's a crime involved. Crash. Oh, I was like, what the hell is he doing? I'm looking it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, that does. That's kind of a what? What company was it? Did it say or UP, UPS? It was a UPS plane. All well, right. So the the FBI looked at the one in San Francisco. Which one in San? Uh, oh, the uh, the one that hit the seawall. The recent one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I right. mean, I don't see so why he, the FBI would be involved in that, though. It doesn't make sense. Here's right. here's the thing that that makes me that makes me. There were no warnings, and they finally got the uh, black box, and they said the a uh, low. Uh, a low um, altitude alarm went off seven seconds before you could hear impact. All right. Right. So was there adverse so, weather? Was there fog? No. I, there might have been a little fog, but then again, it, it is. You, you, and it was night too, or it was, it was early morning, so it was dark. But you could you could rely on instrumentation. See, that's the thing that I'm thinking about. Did did the CIA test? Fucking with spoofing, you know, the GPS on an of, of a plane, right. on an airplane, mm-hmm. just because it it does fly for the most part by itself or it relies on instrumentation. True, and it's you know, and it, there was nothing openly wrong about this. Now, were they testing the the this the stuff on this flight, this UPS flight, or was there cargo on the flight that they didn't want to get to somebody, or that they wanted themselves? Is that why the FBI was actually there on site? To get to, to pick up pieces, nobody's talking about the, the conspiracy in this thing, and it's probably I'm probably just drinking too much. But uh, yeah, yeah, I would say. I, I, I mean, I don't see what what would be on a UPS. I mean, if they wanted it, they have very many easy ways to seize it. Um, I, I just don't see what what would be the benefit. And for, as far as a testing thing goes. I uh, I would think that they would not be that evil as to just you know randomly kill people just to test their their new technology. You know, I mean, I'm, I I don't want to think they're that fucking evil, but I guess they would. Flight eight hundred, flight eight hundred, yeah, well, flight eight hundred. I know, I know. Has that documentary come out yet? Not on YouTube. No. Okay. I was just curious. Cause I do want to check that one out. Um. All right. So I wanted to go over. Save that for the third. I wanted to go over the uh, <clears throat> the hit piece on Alex Jones. Uh, as you know, I don't okay. I don't really watch and listen to him that much anymore. But when they're trying to spin what he talks about in the hate speech, that's spinning what we talk about in the hate speech. Yeah, 
So it's now, the only the only thing the only thing I have against Alex Jones is the way he delivers his message. Right. I don't have a problem with his message. Right, and that's just his method of delivery. I mean, right. Everybody has their different different method of how they do things. So, like I said, this is the one we're gonna have to stop and start. So I'm gonna try to get it right at when they start changing conversation, um, or you know, moving on to the next interviewer, and let's try to really pay attention and comp uh, or uh, comment on what we're listening to at the moment. And go from there. Just waiting for the pre-roll to finish here. Got the, I gotta get you. I gotta get you on. I don't have the uh, time to do that shit, dude. That's why I don't. Oh, oh no! You install. What are you using? Uh, Firefox. Four months to the day after four people were killed and 264 injured in the Boston Marathon bombing, the case against the surviving suspect is moving forward. In a closed camera courtroom yesterday, two of Jokar Sarnayev's friends were charged with obstruction of justice and conspiracy to obstruct justice. The two men, both Kazakh nationals, allegedly removed a laptop and backpack from Sarnayev's dorm room and later disposed of the backpack. If convicted, they could both face up to 25 years in prison. The charges come after 20-year-old 20, 20 Jokar Sarnayev pleaded not guilty last month to 30 charges, including the use of weapons of mass destruction. But the bombing suspects may not have been the radical jihadists they were initially believed to be. Older brother Tamerlan Sarnayev was reportedly a fan of far right-wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. This guy. Hey, listen, I'm here to warn people. You keep telling me to shut up. This isn't a game, okay? Our government in the U.S. is building FEMA camps. We have an NDAA where they disappear people now. You're watching the Sunday We have an idiot in the program today. You will not stop freedom. You will not stop the republic. Humanity is awakening. To date, Alex Jones' YouTube channel has over 300 million views. According to the Wall Street Journal, Sarnayev also read white supremacist publications, including The First Freedom, an Alabama-based newspaper that espouses equal rights for whites. As Salon's Alex cites Wald writes, Sarnayev illustrates how 21st century anti-government conspiracism melts down typical ideological barriers in a postmodern view of various radicalisms united by a common, deep distrust of the government. Joining us now is senior fellow at the Southern Poverty Law right, Center. So first, I want to start with her little introduction there. Uh, now they're trying to, to blame Alex Jones and the, the conspiracy movement, which really makes me laugh when they call him a right-wing uh, conspiracy guy when he was going after Bush just as hard as he goes after Obama and was going after Clinton just as hard back then, too. So it, it's funny how they lump that in, uh, in, that, in that means. And and now they're trying to make it sound like he had something to do with the Boston bombing. Yeah, well, you know that's the narrative. Fear the people, you know, vilify the people that uh, question authority. Yeah, exactly. Now, of course, next next we're going to get the uh, uh, what the hell's this douchebag's name? Um, uh, Mark Poltock from the Southern Poverty Law Center. So, oh, wait a minute. The Southern Poverty Law Center. Yeah. That is a that is a completely non-biased uh a completely place, non-biased. Right? Yeah. They don't they don't ever take one side or or uh, you know, really just uh defend whoever it is in the government at the time. They're, right. They're the ones that label. They're the ones involved with the whole uh MIAC report. They helped design that and a lot of these reports out there that call uh, 
Ron Paul supporters and, and mm-hmm, people who believe mm-hmm. in the Constitution terrorists. So let's hear what he so, has to say. So, of course, the, the one place you go Mark to to Potok. try to get Mark, some thanks sh- for shit joining us. And yeah. We've had you on before to talk about the rise of hate speech, but I feel like this piece, um, the idea that Tamerlan Sarnayev may have been influenced and motivated by some of the stuff that is happening domestically here in terms of far-right conservative fringe movements is fairly shocking. Um, there it is with tell the right us, again. if you will, a little bit about the rise of hate groups in, in the recent past. Well, we've seen an enormous rise, not only in hate groups, but in uh, so-called patriot groups or militias, uh, really dating back to when uh, Barack Obama first appeared on the political scene in the United States in the fall of 2008. Uh, Starting right then, we really saw uh, these groups start to expand very rapidly, uh, I think largely in response uh, to the idea that the United States is becoming less white. Uh, is demographically uh, not going to be uh, dominated by whites as it has been for most and of this its history. And it's the whitest guy you could ever imagine. You know, uh, l- listening to what, to the, uh, uh, what uh, Tamerlan Sarnayev read and so on, you know, I think what it shows you in part is uh, that these guys were uh, significantly more Americanized uh, than many of us thought. Uh, they had very much gone down the kind of rabbit hole of conspiracy thinking. Uh, and absorbed all kinds of ideas. Uh, you know, the world is not as it seems, and so on. That's a very American preoccupation. And, and Mark, it was—it's sort of an interesting confluence. I and mean, we talk about this happening in some sectors of. All right. So there, he talks about hate speech, and Ben and I got into a big argument about hate speech, whether there is hate speech or not. We have the First Amendment in this country. All speech is protected. Protected. The whole point of bringing up a hate speech. Um, law is to really go after the people that are speaking badly against political uh, ties and things like that. You know, if I'm going to walk around and say, you know, I hate you, N, then right. I'm just an asshole. And there's no, there, there's no right. law. Somebody's going to kick my ass eventually or, or something along those lines. The, law, the only law is for speech is liable. If I, tell, if I say that you're a child molester and you're not, then I'm, I'm, I'm liabling you. Right, that's because you're where, damaging my trouble. You're damaging right. my reputation or my my personal ability but to I live. But if I called you a pedo, if I if I called you a child molester and you were a child a convicted child molester, guess what? I could say it. Right. So whatever, as long as I say truthful stuff, um, not slanderous. Although I can say the n word, I, I can't even believe the. You know, I, I'm not black, so I don't know why it bothers people. But you, there's nothing you could say to me that would offend me. Why is it that the N-word offends people? Well, I don't want to get in that debate because I, I, I get the point of the debate and, and why you know they what? say it is, but I still Wayne don't from think Baltimore, it Hold on. Wayne from Baltimore was listening earlier. I would like for him to check in later on and be like, what is it with the N-word that, that – I, I won't say it. You know, Well, I'm not going to say I haven't said it in the past. Um, what about it? It makes it a special word. Well, because it's, it's because of what it's drawn to. It's because of the history of of the slave, the, the t- times well, of slaves, and how it was used as a derogatory, um, controlling type word towards the blacks. Then, um, now, Negro was the was the word used to describe a black person back then. So, yeah. how it got turned into into the you know the current. Yeah. Then one. it was it was Negro. Then it was colored. Then it was black. And now it's African American. In ten years from now, your when your kid is our age, African American is going to be wrong. But you know what? If you call the color, if you said instead of saying "Hey, this black guy," if you said "Hey, this colored guy," that's just as insulting as using the N word. And to some, it's even more insulting. Not fifty years ago. I understand that. 
but that's because of the mentality no, tied to the word. My point is, is that they're putting more pre- more more onus on this word than there really should be. I All agree. Right? I agree. Well, pe- we're talking pe- about hate speech right now, so hold off. Um, so hate speech, I don't really agree with with any kind of hate speech laws. Um, if you look at the people that have been arrested or charged with it, a lot of times it's young kids in school uh, for you know saying I'm going to you know you're stupid blah blah whatever they say it's, it's not a nice thing to say but guess what we did that when we were in school too you know and and people yeah. did that in school prior to that even so holy shit uh, I grew I grew up in a very mixed block right in a very mixed neighborhood so we we talk shit about everybody I talked about the the Ginzo or the the, the what do you call it? the the, uh, the guineas, the guineas. Uh, I was called the Mick because I'm Irish. We called my black friend uh, the N word because he was black, and we just all did that. And we did. We really didn't give a shit, you know. We had fun with it. We didn't care. I didn't care if you called me a, a Mick. Right. No. I, you know. Yeah. Well, see, there's not very many words that associate a, a horrible time in the the average white man's life or their family really? history. Really? Do you know? Do you know the uh, the how how Irish people were, were oh, they shunned were, uh, absolutely. in New York I'm in Irish. the late eighteen hundreds? Yes, I'm Irish. I understand how. how there, it there went are, down. Go look up. No Irish up need apply, and you'll see a sign from the eighteen nineties of how Irish people were were second class citizens. My grandpa wanted my mom to have nothing to do with my father back in the seventies uh, because he was Italian and she was Irish, Mexican, and and, uh, and English. And my grandpa was like Mexican, and Mexicans and Italians tend to not get along too well. So, right. you know, it's just all that kind of stuff. So then he has to go in, into talking about how all this started with Obama. It all came in 2008. All the militias came in 2008 with starting Obama. No. Right. They just started talking about him more because they had a black president in place that gave, made it a racial type thing instead of it just being going up against Bush or going up against Clinton. There's always been right. militia. I, militia movement's always been there, and it's it's you know it's had its issues in the past, and it's usually all set up through federal informants and federal implants in those movements that get it to the bad point. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, wasn't the Oklahoma City bomber in a militia? Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess, but there were no militias back in the nineties. Right. Right. Um, but anyway, I, I I feel a hate thing coming on because the guy from the Southern Poverty Law Center. He's a piece of and shit. I have I I have acute gaydar because I have gay friends. I, I worked in a gay, uh, a very gay environment. The last job that I had, um, that guy is gay. I could tell from a mile away. Yeah, I'd he's have to part of the that. family. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree with that. So I almost want to start calling him slurs, but I'm not going <laughs> to because. <laughs> well, and then and then he, he goes he into. Should, he, then he goes into would, how he goes into how the Boston bomber was Americanized because he believed in conspiracies and listened to to Alex Jones and read the things that he read and, and I find it funny that he put Americanized to describe how this person was because he listened to conspiracy theories. So basically, what he said in my mind is that anybody who is an American who believes in in America and is an Americanized. It's a terrorist. It's a terrorist or an evil person is exactly what he said in a roundabout way, if you really break it down into how he said it. Um, 
Let's do a little bit more. Uh, you know what? Let's see if we can get that guy on air because I'm going to ask him. Hey, in 2008, did, show me data that states that more militias uh, were uh, created in 2008 than in 2007. They do well. I will say that, I'll shut that. I'd shut that. Well, no, if you down, if man. you search, you can find data that shows an increase in militias. Now there have always been militias, is what I said. But right. There was but it, there but, was an increase with the it, election of Obama. I'll, I'll bet you there's there's been an increase over the past twenty years. Is there more of an increase when Obama came to uh, light? Well, or did they change the way they, the the way they um. Here's, here's what you can do. Why don't you go do all the research and then take right the research no. and put it in an article I'm, and then not release the article? That would be a good idea. Yeah, I was being a dick. All right, so I know. I know. Um, should we take a break or do you want to do another little bit of this? Because we still got you know. Seven oh, it's eleven, 11 o'clock already. Yeah. Yeah, just run it, run it, and I'll keep quiet. All right. The American political scene, which is the, 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 the dovetailing between sort of a radical libertarian agenda and a sort of southern racist post neo-confederate attitude towards uh, governance and 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 uh, uh, that view informing a certain sector of American politics. Is that recent? Well, I think it, it again is very much tied to the rise of Barack Obama. Uh, you know, certainly the militia movement back in the 1990s saw the government as the enemy, the government of the, of course, then personified by a relative liberal, Bill Clinton. Uh, now, uh, I think that is sort of redoubled in the sense that not only is Obama relatively liberal, a Democrat, obviously, but he is a black man and represents this very major change out there. So, you know, initially, I think there was some reluctance uh, to be openly racist toward Obama, but that, I think, has more or less dissolved in the last four or five years. Uh, you know, it begins with talk about he's really a Muslim, he's really a Kenyan, he's not like us. Uh, but very soon we get to the place where we're talking about Obama uh, fostering the genocide of white people with Obama encouraging, as, as a, an outfit like World Net Daily says almost every day, uh, black mobs to attack white people, that kind of thing. Well, and, you know, so, my, and, and Mark, I want to open this up to our, our folks here in New York. And, and Michael Steele, the president was, I mean, there. He, when he goes on the road, as yeah. he has in the last couple of weeks, there are people literally, I mean, we talked about this yesterday on the show, standing there saying, Kenyan, go home. You are 47% Negro. Uh, sh you know, people who are running for office who at one point circulated pictures of Obama and sort of African witch doctor costume. The, the racial piece of this uh, isn't going anywhere. I mean, Alex Jones may sound crazy, but still has 300 million <laughs> YouTube. Uh, well, he had 300 million people that have watched him on YouTube and that sort of fringe arch conservative, uh, deeply, I think, racist strain is is being tapped into at, at, at crazy profit by people in the media. Well, it is. And I think that the, the point you just made is the key thing at crazy profit. These folks are getting paid to be racist. They're being paid to be ignorant publicly, you know, to, to get out there and espouse these views that a vast majority of Americans don't subscribe to. So you take 300 million views of a particular site. We were just talking about offset. You're talking about a very small percentage of people actually kind of like sitting there going, yeah, feed me more. More, but it does continue the narrative um, of, of the subtext of race and how that plays in, into the stories politically, economically, educationally, and what people come out of, how they come out on the other side of it. And when you have, uh, whether it's these brothers or others who kind of fall into this trap, this mindset, the question then becomes for us going forward is how do we then graduate from just sitting around in your room, you know, musing to standing, going out and publicly holding up a sign saying you're 47% Negro. 
Negro to actually doing what we saw these two idiots do in Boston. Right. And 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 there though there may be only 10 people who take Alex Jones seriously, there are people, I mean, right. there are still 10 people that take <laughs> Alex Jones seriously. Was, and and there was a great New York Times piece by Maggie Kurth Baker a few months ago, and she talked about the psychology of sort of becoming a conspiracy theorist or joining the movement if you will. And and the 21st century proves to be a really uh, fertile ground for that that kind of thinking. She writes the internet and other media have helped perpetuate paranoia. Not only does more exposure to these alternative narratives help engender belief in conspiracies, but the internet's tendency towards tribalism helps reinforce misguided beliefs. Orion, I would go to you as someone. So, because of the she, internet, was she? Ahead, was she black? Is she black? Uh, she looks Oriental, or, or maybe a mix of Oriental and black. Okay. But uh, the rise of the internet has caused these 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 propaganda. Uh, articles to get out there and people to learn about the conspiracies. Well, that's, you know, if you recall, back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, they did leaflets, they did pamphlets, they did magazines. That's how they got the information out. It was harder to get the real truth out to people because it was in print. Now people right, have the access. Right. Now, right, yeah, now you, you have had... the access to it, and there it is. It's like a conspiracy theory of the movie. He that little, did that little flyer, and he had, what, like 20 subscribers or whatever it was. Right, and ten of them were in <laughs> CIA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, it, it's funny how they try to how they try to spin this stuff and how they how they make it what they make it. So let, I just wanted to make that comment real fast. Let's get this over, and then we'll take a break. We'll roll in the break after this. Who, who does much work on the internet? I mean, you can find news from wherever you want to find news, and you can get validation for facts wherever you want to find validation for those facts. Right. You you certainly can. If you go looking for connections between something, you can you can Google around long enough, and and you can find them. And if you don't, or if you don't find them sufficiently, then you can use that lack of verification as verification in itself, because that means that everybody's trying trying to hide it from you. And what, and what, you, what you find with these uh, Zarniev brothers is, I, I like Mark's point about how Americanized their, their conspiracy theory was, were. And just, just the way that the kind of uh, mainstream left and right come together on, on some points, prison reform, legalization, whatever, uh, some of these nuttier conspiracy theories actually kind of come around. It's not really a, a spectrum anymore because uh, Tamerlan uh, li listened to some, uh, some different bands, etc., that, that were, would be more associated with the far, far left. They're talking about the uh, the conspiracy to put fluoride in the water and who right. you know who did 9/11 right. like kind of, kind of those you don't want to call any of these things really left or right because it kind of discredits the the whole idea of a left or a right but they oh it discredits the idea of a left and right because that that's the whole point yeah that that's why they're so mad they are more associated with with the left those those but but uh, most conspiracy theorists aren't associated with any party I'd like to say that too. You know, look at us. We're not associated well, with any party. Most of the ones. Well, if anybody, it's going to be the Libertarian Party. And that's, that's, how they'll, that's how they'll vilify the Libertarian Party. Right. Well, they already tried to with the uh, radical libertarian movement in the, in the beginning of that segment with Potok there. Particular ones, chemtrails, that kind of that kind of. Well, the, the free press is decidedly more. That's a left. With, uh, yeah, that that's a left one. Chemtrails, <laughs> left. Yes, I, I can I can totally see chemtrails being a left. Because I'm on the left, and I believe in chemtrails, right? Uh, conservative. Oh, no, 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 uh, no question, the, the left, no question but, about it. But, but I mean, the, the implications, I mean, we were just talking about Edward Snowden, Jared, right? And um, 
Alex cites Walls writes, even when the political center is vehemently anti-Washington and revelations like those brought forward by Snowden lead moderates to distrust the government, the fringes seem more appealing than ever. I mean, we talk about the government and surveillance and... That's because the fringes have been talking about this stuff forever and now it's coming out true and they're seeing it and they're going, oh my God, these people have been right all this time. And that would just seem to fuel the fire, right? The other thing it does is it undermines the efficacy of institutions and lawmakers, right? I mean, it's like reason to, again, this is like a much more, I think, benign narrative, but Washington is broken. I mean, that's an outcropping of a failed failed system. Washington is broken. And so (laughs) you're right. There is a dysfunctional government. There are, by the way, people who go to Washington and say, essentially, send me to Washington and I'll make sure it stays broken. And many of those people are being supported by, as we talked about earlier today, those who say, we want Washington to stay broken. And I think you could draw a line. I'd be interested if Mark agrees with this. I think you could draw a line to what we're talking about and this vehement opposition to Obamacare. I've heard members of Congress talk about Obamacare as if it's the most evil thing to come down the pike since I don't know when. And there is a kind of obsession with this and a view of it as government taking over your lives that is completely contrary to uh, what's actually going on. You know, Mark, and I don't want to conflate um, sort of conservative resistance to government programs with radical uh, sort of terrorism at all. But to, to Jared's point about the language and the rhetoric and the sort of emotional center to much of this argument, I mean, the, the sense that Obamacare is effectively ripping up the United States Constitution it and, and it represents the end of America, this it extremism does. would seem to be of a piece with this radicalized rhetoric that we see in other corners of American society. Yeah, I think that's very true. I think when you hear uh, someone like Rush Limbaugh uh, really talking in bitter ways about poor people, calling them names, uh, you know, we're coming very close to identifying those people as black, that what Obama is really doing uh, is handing free health care, free wealth. So he just called all poor people black, but yet what we talk about is uh, hate speech and, and, and crazy. Yeah. Well, he's he's trying he's trying to make a point. He's trying to get the black people on his side because uh, the black people want um, health care. You know, for, for the most well, part, I Actually, want health care too, white, but I don't want it in the no, form no, they want to give it to us. No, no, I, I only want to buy. And it, the thing is, is that they they're they're into this whole. And I'm generalizing here. Uh, they want stuff for nothing, but they don't realize that it that it comes for, from a cost, and they're the ones that pay for it. Poor people pay more per cap per um, uh, as a percentage than rich people do, you know. And also, what what most people don't realize, whether black, white, whatever the fuck it happens to be, Congress cannot require you to buy something. That's right. Okay. Affair and so on to black people, people who are not like the rest of us, or so the narrative goes. So I think that's how these issues really get conflated. Uh, Mark, really quickly, I mean, it just seems like this is going to spin forward into an infinity. You have the internet, which which supports these systems of thought and the exchange of these thoughts. You have uh, demagogues like Alex Jones out there. Um, What is a check on this kind of behavior and these kind of writings and these kind of theories? What 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 can it what can a society do? 
Well, I think the most important thing we can do right now is to call out the liars, to say when Alex Jones uh, or whoever else says this uh, claims that FEMA is running secret uh, concentration camps, uh, we ought to point out how ridiculous this is. In the long run, I think uh, this too shall pass. The fact is we're going through a transition uh, to a genuinely multiracial democracy, really for the first time in our history, uh, and it's a painful transition for many people. Uh, really? But we've been through this really? kind of thing oh, before, wait, wait, wait. Uh, the civil Pause. rights movement oh, and other movements, uh, and I think ultimately the country uh, will settle down. The Southern Poverty Law Center's Mark Potok, thanks for your time as always. Go ahead. Did you hear what he said there? Go ahead. What? That because we're, gonna be, we're, we're coming into this multicultural thing that it's painful for people? Multicultural democracy. Multicultural. Multicultural democracy. Sorry, the Omicron right, is getting me. <laughs> which is which is basically saying that white people don't want diversity, which actually there is some evidence for that. Well, there, yeah, there is evidence for that, but not the majority. But I not, mean, but I, not for me. I wouldn't have a problem. I wouldn't have a problem with a black president that you know stuck to the Constitution, that didn't try to take our freedoms away, that didn't bring the NDA around, that didn't that didn't uh, kill American citizens, that didn't wasn't in charge when the biggest spying went down. You know, the, quite the, honestly. I want a black woman president because she wouldn't take shit from nobody. Yeah, that's yeah, good uh, point. You know? Yeah, I, I could see wouldn't that. Wouldn't take definitely. shit from nobody. She wouldn't be playing that game. You ain't gonna play right. that game here. Not and, at and all. I would. I and I want. I want. I don't want some fucking uh, high yellow fucking uh, black woman president. I want some ghetto chick who don't take shit from nobody because. <laughs> I ain't afraid of anybody. I right. ain't afraid of to- a big black guy and a afraid of a big white guy. But a small black woman scares the shit out well, of me. We had this conversation <laughs> uh, with Lexi on uh, Thursday about the, the, the fighting and the, and the black girls were, like, the worst ever. And she couldn't believe that she couldn't, you know, it was just scary to her. So anyway, all right, guys, yeah. uh, we're late on the break for the third hour, going into the third hour. Uh, we'll probably stick on some topics, maybe have a little fun. If uh, anybody wants to give us a call, 941-421-0401. Give us a call after the break. You'll listen to First 52 on RazRadioLive.com. We will be back in a few minutes. What's life worth? You must the dig first. deep under the they still taking orders from the man, fam. Understand they three hundred thousand dollar debuts worth two grand. I got a cool million to run. Chances of them fucking with me is like two trillion to one. It can't happen. Why you and your man yapping? You're all about talk. My squad demand action. Stay with a rare repartee. The shit that they do speaks so loud I can't hear what they say. Every day we just get a little bit more advanced, and we never gonna digress. Only further the circumstance. The system is designed to get burglars to urge the dance and put some people in positions where murder is worth the chance. Fuck a poetic license, brother. When I ain't writing to enlighten, son, I'm spitting to simply ravage your kitten and dispose of them devils trying to demonize my mission and vilify my philanthropic vision. Life worse. No doubt it's all about the purse. Rip your pocketbook tight tonight. It's the worst. Capitalists got the streets on burst and they pushing for peace on earth. What's life worth? Ask yourself, what comes first? How much can one do with one verse? Do you want to get in touch with the universe? Do you want to cause death or give birth? 
What's life worth when you're living inside a virtual prison? And information you're given is essentially science fiction. Juice is a robbery victim. Used to the sodomy system. Your future's poverty stricken. Computer lottery picking. It's almost like a brand new world is getting ushered in. It's hard to tell the Republicans from the Democrans. Or could you ever notice a difference in the beginning? Or was it just an illusion created by a magician? Listen, they're using multiplication that's intrude to addition. Economists don't know how to subtract. Just do the division. Society is greed stricken. Sipping red rum, stepping over half dead bums to feed. Pigeons. It's an illusion of safety and it's a hazard When the only real choices you got is paper or plastic You know what's really terrifying? Old rich men keep designing wars for young poor people to you die know them this one control the earth, the earth Yes, my friend Do you think your life's really worth? Guess again Global this one control the earth And the youth What do you think? What do you think? And what's your Twitter handle? And what's your Twitter handle? At Buzzard Alright, and what's mine? At Shifty. At Shifty SBS, you old trucking fucker. And would it have killed you to tell people that they need to donate Buzzard? Jesus Christ. I've been looking for peace 
But when I find truth, I seem lost in these beats. These government spies keep telling us lies, trying to suppress the truth and cover our eyes. Mind over mind, I looked at the system and made that divide. Now I am the God, guided by others from the path of the sheep. Running with wolves, now let this wolf speak. Thank God it's all trapped, and that is a fact. They know what we do. With a touchscreen of map, they poison our food that we feed to a seeds, destroying the world all over green. They take what we need and then they sell it all back. Cause they cause all these droughts and the prices get jacked. But then they say, go ahead and buy the new hat. It's control at its worst, but we let them do that. Can someone please tell me why I waited so long? I've been searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love like in a song I need you to take me away, take me away from it all Can someone please tell me why I waited so long I've been searching for this feeling too long all that I know is I'm looking for true love like in a song I need you to take me away, take me away from it all They poison the water, put poison in lights They poison your child, they poison your wife They poison your parents, they poison your friends This shit is real, no need to pretend Infect us with bugs that never get tested We are the trial, easy selection They put out a scan and we're there the next day Genetics is gone and they wanna play the matrix built one at a time We open up eyes and drop in these rascals Condition our kids to be part of this system So I'm sending this out, I hope that you listen Knowledge is power no matter the place You're the mass genocide that they claim in this case All over the globe, this be the case With a push of a button, they have you a race, race. Someone please tell me why I waited so long I've been searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love like in a song I need you to take me away, take me away from it all Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Frank Castle from Heist Click, and you're listening to me on the first 52. There we go, guys. The third hour of the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. What shall we talk about? Why don't you guys uh, give us a call, 941-421-0401. Have a little conversation with us. Let me know what you think about what we talked about tonight. Uh, We're going to have a little fun while we go through this, and uh, who knows where it'll end up going to. Portoed, you there? I am here. All right. Yeah, um, 
Lexi's not feeling well, so she went and laid down. Uh, gotcha. Long week. Uh, we had some seafood for dinner, so God knows what it could be. Okay, one thing before we go uh, not serious. I just looked up. It says the FBI only gets involved in aircraft crashes when necessary, such as incidents that involve national security breach. So what is the government sending shit via UPS now? I have no idea. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. So what could be a national national security risk on right. that? Unless there is a, unless there was a parts for a, a possible terrorist attack on that. I mean, I don't know. Didn't kill anybody on the ground. Just seemed to be a regular plane crash, fucked up crash. But yet the FBI was there. Right, right. Which means they must have thought that there was a national security breach. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what comes of that, if anything. Uh. That was nice. Very nice. Oh my god, that was actually a. You know, you know those 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 French fries, those potato sticks that are like really hot. Yeah, the uh, hot, fri- hot fries are hot called. fries. Yeah, right. I have a bag because I uh, won't even get into that. But I have a bag of 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 hot uh, things, and I just ate a bag of hot funyuns. Hot funyuns. That's probably really healthy. After drink, after drinking uh, for loco, which means. I'll probably be vomiting in a, about <laughs> one o'clock hour. <laughs> as long as it's not while we're on the air, I already got one of those right. tonight. Um, <laughs> uh, I chose I chose not to smoke this 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 time, so I could be a little bit cognizant. I'm uh, sorry to hear that. Uh, awake, a little more awake. Yeah, I got when that, I smoke, uh, monitor, I, 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 monitor. What? There you go. Uh, I, right, I, I do had, want. I, had him up. I do want. I, I know I could hear myself. I do want to uh, read Alex's um, response to the uh, story we did at the end there before the break, because uh, he did come out with a, a, a short response. I know he did a video response, but I don't want to play that, but I, I do have the written thing here, so give me a minute and let's read what uh, what he had to say to that whole defamation case, or defamation story there. Um, this, this meets the precise definition of willful, conscious defamation with malice of, of forethought, with intent to do harm, I have sued people before for defamation successfully. I don't, I do, I don't like to do this. But clearly, clearly, if I don't respond to this, they will make up even more outrageous stuff. Will I be child molester tomorrow? Will they say I'm a, the bomber? They're already saying I made people bomb stuff, and I'm deeply racist without showing a shred of proof. This right, is- right, exactly. They all that, all that little fucking. I won't even call him that. But all he did was uh, insinuate with absolutely no proof. That, and that's the Southern Poverty Law Center doing that. Right. This is an outrageous, authority, uh, <laughs> you know, I could say it if I wasn't trying to read it. Authoritarian. Uh, author, authoritarian. Authoritarianism. So I am putting them on notice. I want massive restri- re, uh, retractions right now. This is your tort warning. You are, not, you are now on notice. Do you guys think you... You're invincible because you have the White House behind you. Richard Nixon thought he was invincible, too. The American people are going to stand up against this intimidation against the press. So that was what he had to say about it. And like I said, he did a video, and I haven't listened to him all this past week. Obviously, I was on vacation, so I wasn't um, you know, staying on top of everything. Uh, so I, I, I'll have to uh, go back and try to find some YouTube clips of what he had to say and uh, and things like that. So... Now that we're in the third hour, this is usually the fun party hour. Um, yeah, that's fine, Scott. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, it's all right, man. 
everybody likes to drink and 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 have a good time and and i lexi started this kick actually a friend of mine started this kick a few weeks ago uh one of my friends from jersey jenna she sent me a, a facebook message with uh this whole story about beer being gmo so we constantly are ranting and raving on the the no gmo you know you're eating your your funyuns over there which are probably the worst thing for you to eat but you know, if, yeah, if, right. Because I because ha- I have organic for loco too. Yeah, that's, well, yeah, they, <laughs> that's yeah. But you know, you start somewhere. They do have really good all natural chips and stuff, Dave. We get them all the time. I had a uh, yeah. I, I can't afford that. Non-G- no, they're not that. Expensive. It was ninety nine cents for the bag, not a big bag. Not uh, where did you where did you go to get it? Uh, some health food store she goes to in, in Port Charlotte. Was that yeah? A- the closest health food store to me is ten miles away. And that's so that's twenty miles round trip, which means it's a gallon and a quarter of gas. Oh my god, really, dude! I can't right. wait for you to get a cash flow going. Uh, so anyway, uh, she sent me this article about how most G- beers are GMO, uh, and I did some research into it. And I've actually posted a couple articles on the site that I found, um, and it, it's it's really true. There's very few now. I used to be a big uh, Bud Light drinker before that. I was a Yingling, and Yingling is one of my favorite beers. In the research so far, other the, the the one beers that we can confirm, although I, I've heard now that Heineken does use a little, uh, um, not GMOs, but something else that wasn't good. I forget what it was. I'm not looking at it right now. Somebody, somebody sent me a tweet about that before. But uh, there's three beers that are you know readily available that are non-GMO, and that's uh, Sierra Nevada, it's uh, Heineken, and it's... Uh, what the hell were we drinking at the condo? Um, Amstel Light. Of course, anything made in Germany has to be made in Germany is also non-GMO because they have a strict... Uh, Germans are so big in their beer. They have a very... I forget what the law is called. They actually have a law, excuse me, saying that they... Uh, let me see if I can find it because I know it's in one of these two articles I got in front of me here. Uh, there's a law in... Germany, it's a really long. I, why am I looking for it? Because I probably couldn't say it anyway. Right, Yeah, I mean, I've, <laughs> I, yeah. Well, it begins with an R. I know that much. So I'm like trying to scan through here. Uh, but this girl, and I told Lexi I want her to line her up for a guest. Uh, she's called the Food Babe, and that's her website, foodbabe.com. She she put out this really good article, uh, and she did a year long investigation. She actually called all the beer companies and. And spoke with them. She had a few that uh, admi- admitted to uh, using GMOs. Just straight up admitted it. Um, uh-huh. There were a few. Oh, that's why I couldn't find. It. I didn't have the fucking full article there. The article I, I only put up parts of the long article with a lot of pictures. So I put a, a you know here link thingy. So anyway, um, and they're all GMO. I mean, if you're trying to eliminate it, then you you have to go down the line of everything that could be GMO. Uh, and now that I've know, now that I know that it's GMO, I, you know, we're trying to find non-GMOs. Uh, Ferris gave me a, a beer brewer, a little, uh, oh, yeah? Mr. Brewer. Yeah. So I, I got to order some, it came with a starter thing, but I think it's been sitting for so long. I don't know if it's going to work. So I got to order some more mixes and I'm going to start brewing my own beer. You know, it's not going to be, we're still going to have to supplement with some purchased here and there. Right, right. But uh, it came with, you know, the bottles to fill up and everything, so. Uh, well, you used, you used that starter kit just to learn the, the process. Like, I had I had made my own alcohol here, 
And uh, me and Lexi were actually talking about it, and it's not all that difficult because. It, and she was like, "I want to learn how to make rum." I was like, "I could, I can rattle off the, the 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 recipe for rum off the top of my head," and it's not all that difficult to do, um, except you just need you know space. Well, see, and with this whole this whole thing with the the GMO beers, uh, one of the things that say go microbrewery, which is cool. And most of them will be non-GMO because they care about their beer they're making. But the other problem is is that a lot of um, large companies are purchasing these these small the microbreweries, micro right. right? Exactly. So it's not necessarily a guarantee that it's just because it's a microbrewery label that it's a not that it's non-GMO. So you really have to research who you're buying it for. I found a company in Canada. Um, I'm, I want to try ordering the beer. I, I got to go find it again because I, I don't have it open in front of me. But it was like steam handle or or uh, steam valve or something. I forget the exact name of it. But it was out of Canada. You know, it advertised that it was a non-GMO beer. And there are organic beers out there. Uh, Lexi bought us some organic co- coffee today, so I'm mm-hmm. excited to try that. Um, but they got high fructose corn syrup. And one of the big things is that they don't have ingredient labels beer is not required to have a, right, an ingredient right. label on it and they've fought to keep that off for years now um this girl so, really so, did a so good we gonna, uh, are we going to uh start protesting that we, we want beer to be labeled uh, no i'm gonna buy beer that i have to research and find that's non-gmo or i'll but make wait a my minute. own but you 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 protest i'm not saying you we protest for you know labels uh, gmos to be labeled why don't we protest for beer to be labeled because they use the beer to keep us dumbed down, and anybody who drinks beer isn't paying attention. Oh, where's that go? I had the pro, I had the oh, shit. I had the petition too for for uh, Florida here for the um, legalization of marijuana. My father is is on a kick right now. He I'm really glad that he's on this kick finally. Uh, he watched uh, I guess the CNN episode last Sunday. I wanted to watch it, and we were just getting into really. It. So so that's you know what? Uh, Did you see it? I. No, I watched part of it, and I watched actually some interviews with Gupta and um, who's that guy? Oh shit! He used to have a talk show in the nineties. Black guy, bald, Maury Povich. No, no, not Maury. Maury Povich, black. No, yeah, I, I, I've been trying to think this fucking guy's name for like two weeks now because we talked about him on another show somewhere. I don't remember if it was with you or if it was Shannon. Yeah, and he's actually coming out with another show in September. Uh, It is an M name, though, isn't it? We know is we know who we, we we know who we're talking about. I just can't because we're both stupid. We can't figure out the name. Yeah, I've been um, trying for weeks. Go ahead. Yeah, he gets the government so, weed. He gets the big round tin once a month with like what a hundred. No, no, no. He joints. doesn't get. He doesn't get the round tin. He knows somebody that gets the round. Oh, there's only four did. people. No, he's there's only four people in the country that got that round tin. And uh, let's be honest, I don't want government weed anyway. Everybody thinks it's actually good weed, but it's probably not because anything that the government does. Is probably shitty. Up, anyway, yeah. first of all, you, Cynthia has a friend. His name is Ethan Meyer, and he does. I know he's Ethan. in Long Island. All right, so reach out to Ethan because he does microbrewery shit. He's into that whole stuff. If you see some of his posts, he goes to microbrewery shows and shit. So reach out to him for for some information. Yeah, we'll have to. Well, like I said, this girl's article. We should call, really actually good. have him call in. That's what we should do. Speaking of that. I'm, Somebody, I, I'm about to get yelled at. I already know I'm about to get yelled at. Kevin, how you doing, buddy? What, what's up, my niggas? Oh, hey. sorry, that's racially insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, dude? Not no, because you didn't I'm, do you didn't. Mon, you didn't. Montel is who you're thinking of. 
Montel exactly. Williams. I knew it was an M. Thank you. I knew it was an M. And he is on the weed. Isn't he on the government weed, Kevin? He do- No, he's not on the government weed. He's on medical marijuana because okay. he's a California he's on, he's on, okay. resident. Yeah, he's, he, he, he's down with the 420. Oh, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. I knew he, <laughs> I knew he was in the whole movement. But that's like uh, Bubba had on uh, um, For the People, dude. Uh, uh, who is that? Uh, uh, I, I, I feel like. Are you, Sean? What? <laughs> um, what's his name? Uh, for the People. Uh, I don't know. I the don't lawyer, the, the lawyer, the lawyer, the lawyer. Uh, um, um, Mark um, Morgan and Morgan. Morgan and Morgan. Thank you. God damn it. Um, and he's all for uh, the. By the way, the, I, I I did the extra. Uh, uh, I already knew who it was. Morgan and Morgan. I, know, I just know, wanted to be the dick. So what's up, Kev? <laughs> no, no, did you call yellow? Show off and on and listen to you guys talk about the the, the same old you know race card. It's in my opinion, it's the government turning people on people. So it's. I don't give a fuck about a lobster can or a mick or a fucking mixed bag like I am. Everyone's tool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah, that. yeah, everybody is a tool. Uh, I thought you were and calling. That, I thought you were calling to yell at me about the GMO beer. No, no, I seen <laughs> that too, and it's. I'm on the side with the the whole car crew tonight, and just kind of hanging, listening to the show and shit, just you know having you, fun and uh, actually what, listening what, what, to Doctor Gupta. You, I want to smoke weed, so. You're going. You're cru- you're, you're at a car cruising thing right now. Dude, every Saturday, every man. This this town's full of cars, full of whole hot rods and shit. So, are you in the Mustang? No, I think I broke something pretty bad on it, so I got to tear the heads <laughs> off and take a look at it. Oh. Oh, I yeah. did like a fucking six thousand RPM blast down the street and it went off the supercharger hose off, so I limped it back to the garage and I haven't had it hard to pull the head off yet. So. Ah, uh, no, nah, you just you just were running too much pressure. That's all. Yeah, trust me. That's it was running like a rape duck until I did that. So. Yeah, well, because you you got that supercharger on her, so you're blowing a little bit too much pressure. What were you running at? Fifteen pounds? Uh, no, about ten, maybe. But I, I have ten to one compression, so. Yeah, uh, that's not too bad. All right, no more car talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just sitting here letting you guys Please. do it. Because uh, I, I love car talk. You know, yeah, I, that's probably Dave. Yeah, you and Dave. Yeah. When you guys get together, when you're down here, you guys will probably have a good car. Maybe that's the weekend we should plan to go to that place in Punta Gorda, Dave. That that classic car place with the '50s restaurant. Oh in it. shit! No, no. If he if he comes here, we'll sit there. By the way, when you were driving home from um, the condo down sixty, there's that classic car place on uh, Gulf to Bay. There's actually two more within five miles of that. So I could take him to those three places, and then we can go down to the other place down in Punta Gorda. Now, the only place up by you that gives me like a boner every time I drive plate past it is that Jeep place at the corner of Ben's yeah, Road. Yeah, yeah. Or the road sure, Ben sure, lives sure. off of and, and uh, 60 there. There's a, yeah. I'm in the big jacked up Jeeps, and all they got are, it's just full. The whole lot is with these really old and really new and really nice looking fucking jacked up jeeps and i just get a boner every time i drive by there yeah there's like 20 of them outside because I, I, I drove past there at like one o'clock in the morning there's 20 of them out there still and they do diesel performance there too which caters to me too do you guys have lift laws down there from florida no not in florida no <laughs> no oh, there, cool. you'll see a truck drive down the road it'll have like uh i'm trying to think i think it was like 44s with like a seven inch body lift i mean this thing literally just barely fits so, underneath wah, the traffic wah, lights wah, wah. yeah uh, barely fits under the lights here. yeah yeah no laws here. Hey, now in jersey also- in jersey we had a height restriction uh or not even a height restriction but what you had to do is you had to go up to uh 
the certain test center uh, for the uh, 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 Department of Highway Safety or whatever the hell it was called up there, DMV, and uh, there was a tilt test, and they would chain your truck on the one side, and then they would slowly elevate the, the tilt that it was on. And it had to be like more than 30 degrees or less than 30 degrees or something like that or whatever, you know, uh, more than 30 degrees, right? Down here, the only thing you have to have is mud flaps. It can be as big as you fucking want it to be. I don't even think we have that here. Wait a minute. Let me ask you a question, uh, Kevin. Do you have uh, like yearly inspections in uh, your state? Fuck no. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we don't have that here in yeah, Florida, yeah. but we had it in Jersey. I hated that. It was such a yeah. pain in the ass. Well, yeah, Jersey, Jersey was worse than uh, New, New York. York. Yeah, Jersey. New York, you can, right, New York, you can go to a local gas station. Jersey, you had to go to state-run inspection station, which meant the whole fucking day. Yeah, oh, yeah, was, all day. Was, all, well, not all. Where right. I lived, it wasn't too bad um, because it, I was more rural again. You know, like I've always lived in rural areas. Right, right, right. Um, but... I'll tell you what, you got that stupid bitch that sent the, the firefighters and everybody into 9-11 uh, with no masks on saying it was safe to be there. Christy. Yeah. Governor Christie. Yeah. Chris Christie. Christie? No. Governor, no, no. Her, her, Chris Christie is the current governor. What was her first She name? was, uh, you know, I don't remember her Being name, a first former name. firefighter, anyone who went into there without a uh, SCBA on, that's, that's on them because... I would never enter a building, period, not fucking ready for anything to go bad. Well, so. this was the days after. I mean, we're talking, there was still, the dust didn't settle for two weeks, probably, fully. You know, the, the air is really heavy in New York, and it just, it was just in the, and they were walking through it and stirring it back up. So they didn't necessarily need a, um, you know, a scuba gear or anything, but they should have had on um, a mask at least, you know, like a, a just a, Regular yeah. paper mask would have been all they really needed, and we wouldn't see a lot dust. of them dying <laughs> like they are now. Dust mask, yeah. I, I spent seven years carrying a pack on my back, so it's. I worry about me first. It's not my fucking emergency. It's theirs. So. Well, yeah. I, well, I, I get that. I understand what you're saying. Oh, now we got a. Uh, MVP fifty one fifty on Twitter asked, uh, "You think they might have GMO m- marijuana?" And uh, I guess Frank Frank Castle responded, or agent responded for Frank, saying yes. Yeah, those four guys that 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 get their 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 ton their, their tin of uh, marijuana every month, those those medical guys, those are that's GMO shit. The stuff that's out in um, uh, California, Humboldt County, that gets to us eventually, it's not GMO. It's not genetically modified, which which everybody says. Oh, if it's crossbred into something or hybridized, it's no. genetically modified. No, that's no, yeah, no. That's hybridization. That's, that's right. That's hybridization. Right. Exactly. That's that's nature. Nobody's splicing shit. They're just kind of cross pollinating stuff. Right. Right. Which which right. is not. You can't cross pollinate a fucking sunflower seed and, and, a, a, and a marijuana <laughs> seed. Yeah. You can't do that. So no, you might you just be do able to take blueberry and slice it into some Hawaiian, allegedly. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I finally, Not that I know anything about that. I finally may have gotten something for my Omicron, so I'm finally uh, enjoying the vapor world of of the handheld, maybe, possibly. Uh, I may have allegedly gotten high as a Billy Joe Wednesday and passed out on the couch, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. So. Oh, on, on this show, it's as high as a chemtrail slash persistent contrail. <laughs> I got a uh, and and, um, and I'm going to say Troy. He came back with a uh, with a good response here for the marijuana thing, the GMO marijuana. He said, "Of course they do. I'm sure that's why some are now changing their opinion." And that's a really good nah. thought, good good thinking, Troy. 
could, because that that could be a good reason why we are seeing that change in the in the thought no, pattern. No, if, of some if people. it was genetically modified, it would it would cause problems. It wouldn't. Well, be, we won't know it's going to. We wouldn't know it's going to cause problems for years. And you, that's the problem with GMO food is well, that we're not going to see the results of of the mass consumption of it like it's been consumed recently for another five to ten years at the minimum. See, this is why I'm against the legalization of marijuana because I think once it's legalized, it's going to be controlled, and and the government's going to say what what goes in there, and what what happens with it, and it's gonna it's gonna really fuck up the marijuana. As long like, as the legalization like, allows for you to grow your own, then I, no. Yeah, but you know, all right. So you know, New Hampshire became the 20th state to legalize medical marijuana, right? Right. Cannot grow your own. Yeah. See that that's a problem. It is right. It is the strictest marijuana law oddly enough in the uh state that's you know the free state project and live free or die we got another uh, caller added to the line here we got an 813 how, how you doing bud hello 813 who that hello 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 corn dog honda where are, you, where are you sticking your corn dog? Honda. Honda. Corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, somebody's being a pain in the ass here. It's eight, if it's eight one three, there's a good chance it's uh, skin biscuits. Oh, although he, he he's not no, we he's have not been sta- tweeting. I think we have his number saved. Oh, okay. Corn dog. <laughs> anyway, this. Market his corn dog and move on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Kevin, wait. What? Yeah. Did you, wait a minute. Did you hang up on the guy? No, they hung up. Oh. I was just about to hang up on him anyway, though. So that's okay. Um, what was I saying? Uh, GMO weed. Oh, GMO weed. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We just got crank called. And we're really move. We're moving up. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, if it, you know nobody's listening, nobody cranks us. But if somebody cranks us, somebody's listening. I guess, well, yeah, I know. I know people well, are listening, Dave. Go ahead. Moving on up. What were you saying here? Uh, uh, GMO weed. Um, the government. Oh yeah, it, it has to be grown. It has to be. You have to be allowed to grow it for the legalization to be proper. In my opinion, you know, just saying. Well, yeah. Go ahead, Kev. It's it's like anything else, though. I mean, they're, they're going to find ways to make money on it, but it's it, it's a fucking weed. It grows. From my personal experience, what I've seen and been told, anyways. Pretty goddamn easily, and it doesn't take a lot of maintenance, and they can make a shitload of money in taxes on it. So why don't they just legalize it and make it decriminalize? Well, that's the biggest thing. What the, the second word you said is not even legalize it, make it decriminalize. Just make it, just decriminalize it. Just take away the 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 crime of it, and there is no need to legalize it. Um, does it have to be regulated? I don't even think it has to be regulated. Uh, Friday, because I posted an article, I think, Thursday about uh, Chris Christie. That's why he was on my brain. Um, how he had to sign a bill that would either make it legal or not legal for children to receive medical marijuana treatment. Uh, and this goes what? to this whole new seizure thing. And, and to his, you know what, I'll give the guy credit because I don't really like him. Uh, I think a politician should not be a rude dickhead but that's just my personal opinion i know a lot of people like him because he is a rude dickhead but he signed it and so now it's now legal in new jersey to treat your now, children I, I, with medical marijuana 
I thought he actually rejected the mar- medical marijuana bill because of that wasn't in there. So I don't know if they've actually redone the bill yet. From, but I, I, no, I, from what I, I posted the article on Thursday where a father confronted him, asking him to please sign the provision to allow because they've already have medical marijuana in Jersey. I don't think it's very easy to get, but they already have it. And the law was for children to get it, they had to have three different doctors sign off on it and all these different loops, and and it was just very difficult. So this new one just allows them to get the prescription through one doctor and and get it um, easily or easier. Right. Um, All right, guys, I'm I'm being hailed inside, but have a good show, and I could not agree more. All right, brother, I'll talk to you later. Later, Later. Wow, it's 11.47 already. Hey, uh, anybody that's listening, stick on by because Scotty's going to fire up the uh, interactive DJing after uh, yeah, that, we that, go off. That's what I was saying, yes, Scotty, too, when we first came back. So, yeah, make sure you stick around and listen to some some music with uh, Not only Scotty that, tweet him, tweet him out music. That's the interactive portion of it. I, and that's, well, he's, I got a, that. he, he's got a set list lined up already from what I saw in the tweets there. So we got another yeah, caller, though. Oh. 314, how you doing? What's up, man? What's going on, Scotty? Uh, not much, man. You know, you were talking about that Chris Christie thing, and uh, I don't know how far you dove into that story, um, but that goes all the way back to Colorado. And um, the, the disease that that little girl was dealing with, she it, it absolutely, Char- if you would have denied her that. Yeah, the, uh, the girl name that you're thinking about in Colorado is Charlotte, um, Charlotte something, because they call the strain a weed, Charlotte's Web, because she was having over 300 seizures a month. And uh, yeah. now she has maybe three, and she does the oil treatment, the marijuana oil treatment. Yeah, they, they were saying that it's such a low grade of, it has a lower THC content with, uh, I forget what they call the other one, it's C- something. CBDs. Yeah, they've, they've bred the plants to produce a very low THC content, which is what gets you high. And, right. and increase the CBD the content, CBDs, which right. is what the medical property comes from. That's the my father and I just had this conversation. Um, hey, I, I, I'm going to tweet out um, uh, Luke from We Are Change. Luke uh, Radowski from We Are Change was just overseas, and he did this 19 minute special. And 10 minutes of this special talks about this guy who's got hemp oil that does not get you high. Which which seems to be the problem in this country is is the medical marijuana shit is designed to get you high and has medicinal properties. Well, again, this guy is taking the highness out of it and made it all medicinal. But see, you know, I, the, there's a little. Uh, I'll go back to you in a sec, Scott. But there's a. I have a little disagreement with that because some. It, it all depends on what you're treating. Really, it's not. It, it has a lot to do with what you're treating because if you're treating, uh, if it's if it's used as a pain management, you still want a little bit of the high property in there because that's right, part of the pain management end of it. But we don't need the hybridized super cush bubba purple shit that they, you know that they've really increased the THC value and actually lowered the CBDs. What you want is maybe you want some of the THC value, but it, it turns out it's 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 more or less the CBDs that are actually the, the medicinal properties right. now i use mar- ma- marijuana as a as a uh, as a medicine be- right right there well, are so do i just don't i don't use it for pain i use it for my mental status but right but yeah. but I'm, i i use it for pain so i use i use a very limited amount of of some potent shit that i have or fairly potent um and one shot that's it that's all i need and i'll probably do it you know in nine more minutes and then i'll, I'll come back and listen to uh <laughs> listen to him dj um 
so so I would like to actually experiment, and I would like to see this other medical value without the THC or without the high THC in it. Yeah, so what what else you got there, Scott? You were saying that I jumped in because I was just reiterating what you're saying about Colorado. So you think it stems back to there or, or it's deeper related to that? I think it relates to that because I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the, the same the girl in Colorado, the the, the the child in New Jersey has the same disease, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, but the, the the whole idea is, I think that this to where they can show that it's going to have lower THC values and more of the the medical purpose values. I think this is going to be a big push towards the medical community because people are going to see the fact that you, like Dave was saying, you don't have to get high in order for it to have medical purposes. Right, exactly. Right. Oh, by far. And like, you know, but you you still, I, I, let's eliminate beer. You know, I, I would rather see a higher usage of marijuana than a higher usage of alcohol. You know oh, what I mean? Like <laughs> so we've got to keep the the fun part of the it out there also, and that might be what they're trying to do is, is really push on the high CBD, well, which I know is going to be a solution. You know, so. let's let's uh, all right. So now let's talk about you know the, the variable amounts of things that you could have with this one plant because you could have a recreational portion of it, which has got high THC. You could have a medicinal portion of it, which is lower THC, high uh, CBCs. Right. You could have a, an industrial portion of it, which is the industrial hemp. which paper you know, and clothing and, and paper and clothing and everything right. else. You could have the hemp... You could have the oil from the seeds, which could bl- burn my fucking diesel engine. So this this actual one fuck plant can clothe you, can feed you, can fix you. It's it is seriously the silver bullet everybody's looking for, and it's fucking illegal in this country. It's God's miracle. Later, yeah. guys. All right, brother. Yeah, make sure you guys tune in for Scott in uh, about seven minutes from seven now. Seven minutes. Six and a half minutes. Six minutes and 20 seconds. So, yeah, I'll have the phone lines open everything. If everybody wants to call in, have a good time, man. We're going to just have a good time tonight. Excellent, man. Good deal. Well, have fun later, with guys. it. Talk to you later. Bye. There goes Scotty from St. Louis. You can also check him out tomorrow. Or no, wait. That was today. That was today. That was today. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Tomorrow, tomorrow we've got uh, the Wolfman. From Wolfman. Wolfman. Hey, let me ask you a question. You ran a promo earlier that even included the Wolfman. Who did that promo? Let me let me guess. Was that the guy that uh, has done uh, Ben's promos? Yeah, that's Steve from uh, from Colorado. Yes. Yeah, that was excellent. They did a nice job with it. I have another one. Uh, uh, he sent me here. Why don't I play it for you? Since we're at the last couple minutes here, it's only. Now, a don't forget that Monday is going to be. Um, Heist Click Radio, Heist which Click, yes. I'm going to be a part of as well. Oh, good. Maybe you can stream it for me then. I'll talk what do you to you later. It? I'll talk to you later about that. Okay. They, he's still not set up to do it himself on on the station. So, okay. Gotcha. Got me. Uh, let's see here. Here's uh, Steve from Colorado. His other promo he did for us, Steve. Oh wait, I got to turn this up here for a second. There we go. Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this? And felt like this. <laughs> that never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 
941-421-0401 and avoid 941-421-0401 If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401 We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com <laughs> That's good. Yeah, he did a good That's job. That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, he did a really good job. So thanks, Steve, very much. Appreciate it. Uh, I've got other stuff of his. I've got other stuff that I just really need to hunker down and spend some time on the computers here and, and get everything together. I know. If you actually had some money or made money from this thing, maybe you could do uh, a set aside some time but i know i know you have a a, a family <laughs> a job and a family yeah a job and a family i'm also and a four and a half year old also hopefully before i want to say maybe before uh, thanksgiving if if things go well um we want to start merchandise start t-shirts um so working on some things on that and maybe we'll have some t-shirts for sale obviously uh and uh we'll have to come up with some designs though I have uh, my fucking mic. Okay. Shut the other channel down. What? Shut the other channel. Oh, I'm sorry. Feedback. Oh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. You already have some I ideas. actually, I already have an idea for a t-shirt for, for me. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, any if anybody is, you know, part of my Twitter or Facebook, they see the four toad and say, again, that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to make stickers. And a shirt that just has the four toed thing on it. Well, we're gonna we're gonna start with a basic shirt. Um, Kevin and I are gonna go back and forth on this one because I want to do the. Raz- Kevin's got to kick up his game, man, because that fucking Raz Radio sticker is already peeling off my truck. No, I got a new. The new ones are awesome. Better shit. The new ones he just sent me are awesome. He just did a whole run of some really good ones. My dangerous conversation sticker is turning uh, all kinds of colors. But see, now my Raz Radio uh, not, ones are not holding like up I'm good. complaining. Not yeah, like they I'm, were well, free. No, my, they're free, right? But uh, you know, it's a chip of my Raz radio sticker fell off. Now I really? cleaned my window. Yeah, I know how to put shit on, but my truck stays in this in the in the sun all day mine long. Does too, my ra- mine does too. My Raz stickers hanging on really good. Now these new ones yeah. are vinyls. The new ones you just sent us are seven year vinyls. Oh, okay. Good. So I got a new one for you. I, I meant to actually I didn't get them until I got home. So next time I see you, I have one for you. Don't worry. And it's, it's, yeah, it's, uh, you, you, it's they know funny, longer, we hang you see out, the picture, right? When we hang out, we never do the business. We never do shit. Uncensored talk radio. Nice. And then over here it says Honduras, and over here it says Canada. <laughs> Can you see that in the video? No. I, well, I could barely see it. I, I, I can't read it, but I can. Ha, ha, ha. That's funny. <laughs> I need one of them. Yeah, I got it. Don't worry. I got it. I got a whole shitload. Most of them are going to be given to the visitors for uh, any visitor that doesn't have one yet at Razfest will get one. So uh, I, I can't believe that's turning actually into a fest. It was just supposed to be us hanging out, and all of a sudden it's a fucking thing. <laughs> well, that's why would, Saturday afternoon is when we're inviting everybody, but everybody's either got to yeah, get their I, own I, thing or you know keep on right. moving. I think next year is going to be insane. You know, we're probably going to have to rent an entire. I mean, all right, so we get we're getting a whole place, but it's a small place. Next time we're going to have to like get the whole like Clearwater Marriott or some shit like that. <laughs> To, no, it's always going to be in a remote location. It's never going to. Yeah, be, I, I, yeah, I don't want to be. It's, it's always going to be down here and in, in, in somewhere around here. And we got some like nice Florida resorts. Beach. We we'll go out to uh, maybe next year we'll do a Palm Island resort, which we just rent out the whole island. Then 
Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> you got to take a ferry to get there or a boat. Nice. Yeah, it would be a good time. All right, guys, it's that time. Stick around for uh, Scott. Scott, I'm going to be a little late there getting off. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Scott, I'm going to be even later because uh, i got to take this phone call here coming in. Got a got an important phone call coming in. He he waits to the last minute of the show to call in. Go figure Buzzy? that one. No, it's Frank from High Click. What's up, brother? What's up, awesome. baby? How you doing, man? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Hey, agent. We're just wrapping the show up. Uh, getting ready to to let room for Scott and St. Louis to do some music. Oh yeah. yeah well, you know what time it is right now, right? Uh, midnight. Yes, sir. You know what that means, right? No, what? It's my birthday, bitches. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Frank. Thank I was, you, sir. I was trying to figure out, because I kept seeing you got an early birthday present. I'm like, well, is it today? And I went and checked, and it wasn't on the list. I'm like, it must be tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Now, we've been listening all night, and uh, I just wanted to call and celebrate my birthday with my friends. Oh, so. excellent, man. Now we'll have... Today is your birthday. Well, Dave, yeah. Dave can't see you, but he's got a, a big Superman shirt on. Sitting nice. there with a big S on his chest. Me too. No, I was saying, <laughs> no, no. I meant you. Frank, I oh, meant you. <laughs> Obviously, you're celebrating your birthday good tonight. Yeah, I'm yeah. fucked up. <laughs> Somebody's drinking. Yeah, I'll man. So, I'll be fucked up in by 12.05. Nice. That's a quick fix right there. What you doing, Dave? <laughs> yeah, well, well I, I, got, I, got, I got a four local in me, which is kind of wearing off, but a, one little hit. Will send me over the edge. Scott's going to be playing some music in a little bit. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Nice, nice. Always good to be uh, part of the Raz uh, family. Everyone's always got something awesome happening. Always, and that's great. Always something going on, my friend. Always something going yeah. on. Yeah. Right, so, so, so we're doing the show. Uh, what tomorrow or, or t- Monday? Monday, seven thirty. Monday. So right. you're co-hosting, so um, we're only going to do like. There's a lot of people that want to call in and be down and everything, but we're going to do this one at a time, right? Okay. So we can so we can pull each character and I can show each personality. So we're doing the conspiracy show. I want to. We'll just give it the title conspiracy, and I'm going to take a different approach. And Dave is the perfect guy to be with me on the show. Excellent. I'm sure you guys will have a great show and a good time doing it. So. Yeah, we're going to more define. We're going to define conspiracy, Dave. We're not going to get into chemtrails and this and that. We could talk about it for a minute, but we're going to go over a whole list of them and what could actually be a conspiracy. And how come every time you say conspiracy theorist or something, it's almost like you're put in that box? Think, you know? Exactly, exactly. Well, that's what that that's what actually, that one story that we were playing from the Huffington Post was. You know, they were just lumping all these conspiracies and saying that it was hate speech and that it was causing all these problems because people got Americanized. With conspiracy theories. That's being Americanized. My whole thing is, I I say something like UFO, and it takes credibility away from everything that's going on. But it shouldn't, because there is a big question there. I mean, was it yesterday, Salty was talking about um, the pyramids that they found at Area 51. Yeah. Yeah, There's pyramids pyramids at 51. I figured Dave would disagree with that one. (laughs) Well, listen, nonetheless, it's still a conspiracy, and we're going to go over them. We're going to go over the good and bad and the ugly when it comes to them, you know, because it it winds up, like, putting people in these boxes. And, you know, we're, listen, we're all talking, like, some cool stuff, but is your credibility going to be ruined on the first 52 if you turn around and go, yeah, Frank, there's aliens. I believe in it. Now, does that ruin the credibility of all the good shit you've been talking about all night? Uh, I wouldn't no. think so. No, I don't. No, not but with it our does listeners. though. You get put in a box. Oh, you're that fucking no. UFO guy. Yeah, well, I know that's happened well, to you a lot. 
There yeah. are some people that, that, like, see, I don't believe in UFOs and I believe in chemtrails, but that doesn't mean that I negate the arguments but that, that both of you guys are coming up with because maybe there is, right? So I'm, a, I'm, the, I'm the type of guy now that doesn't sh- shun everybody. Uh, I will fight it tooth and nail, but I, I will say that, yeah, that's, I, I probably won't say that's not ever going to happen. <laughs> now, I don't think there are UFOs because I know more about the, the science of it um, I've read books on on. Yeah, he knows alien travel. science, uh, there, no, Frank. He, no, he knows I, alien I, I, science. I, I, That's why I told number. him I'd pick him up in the UFO <laughs> immediately because when they land, I'm taking the ship, getting Dave, right. and then he'll figure this fucking thing out so we can get out of here. <laughs> right? Exactly. Oh shit! All right. So anyway, I read this book called uh, shit 15 years ago called The Science of Star Trek, an excellent short little book, um, and it explains a lot of things. And this is the reason why that I know that there's not interstellar travel because bodies can't handle the stress of acceleration and deceleration and blah, blah, blah. And you can't go that fast. But anyway. Human bodies um, can't. Correct. Okay. I, I just wanted to reiterate that human bodies can't. Doesn't right. mean alien bodies the, can't. The, our, our scope of imagination, it can't happen. Okay. That doesn't mean that, that, that you know, something else is out there. Or something else is happening where it's not interstellar travel, where you're traveling in a spaceship through space at that speed. It could be another conspiracy theory. It could be a wormhole. Yeah, well, see, wormholes I actually really like to look into because I've I've seen information about them before, and that's basically space isn't flat; it's bent, and there's there's these these travel points between. That's a that's a theory. That doesn't mean space is flat. It just means that's a theory. How do we know space isn't in the fucking locker in the hallway and like they did in Alien, in a, uh, uh, Men in Black 2? And who's the Russian guy that came out that was important and they like cut the cut the feed on him on live TV when uh, he, he was saying what the president gets on his first day. He gets the briefcase with all the UFO and uh, alien information so he could keep up immediately with that. And they cut him off and he started screaming. I, I posted it like twice. I'll try to find it for the show. And then right after that, the, there was cameras running behind the scenes and he starts yelling about, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. Uh, I forgot who he knows Putin. He's like one of his boys. He's like, and when we say, you know, you don't cut the, the feed, we don't cut this because there's aliens, there's this, there's this. And he just starts fucking ranting. And I'm like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. Is anyone like else watching that. this? Yeah, I'd like yeah, to see well, that. I'm, I'm a... I'm a I'm a freak when it comes to it. I really dig deep. I want to look through the most mundane because I'll find the crappy stuff and I'll dismiss that immediately. You know what? You know what the thing is, Frank, with that whole thing though is, and not to sound like the the you know the David Ike or something, or, or people think I'm crazy. But how do we we talk about conspiracy theories? And a lot of stuff we talk about is a theory or or an idea that we've put together or that other people yeah, put but together. It's, but it's based in fact. Not all, well, not all of it. Some things. Yeah, chem, chemtrails is, is right. Exactly. Theory. No, yeah, that's no, that's definitely a fact. But that's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> See, I'm just trying to keep it in check Proving. tonight. This birthday, but, um, I got some tricks up my sleeve. But I promised Dave that it won't be a show with me like attacking him with the, you know, and this and this. It's more like we're going to take each specimen one at a time, and we're just going to talk about it a little bit from the most crazy, being UFOs, aliens, shape shifting, reptiles. 
some chemtrails, yeah, whatever, to conspiracies that are regular, like real conspiracy. You better be right. able to control him. He's hard to control, Frank, so you're going to have to really just like <laughs> be a dick to him. I had to be a dick to him like two or three times a night to shut him up. So I have 66. She'll deal with him. <laughs> She'll be able, everyone's going to see Dave's face, too, so we'll just look right at him, look him in the eyes, be like, really? I can see you, man. I no, no, we're going to have a really good time, and uh, we're just going to talk some, some fun stuff, and then we'll get deep with some, and, you know, because I... I'm tired of that box. I got put in the box three different times this week. I'm okay. three different fucking things. I'm just sick of it. I'm like, so everything else that you, it loses credibility because what? I believe that there's life on other planets. What are you fucking retarded? We're in the future. Get over yourself. I'm like, you see we're the guy that sat future. next to me on the bus? No, we're not, we are, but they are. We're in, the pre we're in the present. The government's in the future. Well, I meant, you know, it's the future. It, it's not where it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. I think exactly. Means. Yeah. So it, things are changing, but it, it didn't change and become the future that I thought. Like when I watched the Jeffersons, I mean the Jetsons when I was a kid, I'd be like, oh man, there might be some of this stuff. It's kind of like limited where it should be really crazy. Where the fuck is my hoverboard? I'm, I want a personal fucking helicopter. Yeah, Back I think. to the Future, yeah. <laughs> hoverboard from Back to the Future. We all thought they were coming out soon, too, because, you know, they always release stuff in movies. I was like, oh, that means they're going to have them out soon. Cause they, you know, if they're really making, you know, like I was young when that came out. So, uh, yeah. So that's uh, 730 to 930 on Monday, right, Frank? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Sweet. And listen, don't, don't you worry, because your, your show is ah! coming, too. We're going <laughs> to okay. do a whole show where you, me and you co-host and... Uh, I won't have those same regulations I have with Dave. <laughs> well, I don't really think we disagree on too much. I know, I know, but I got to get you from some shark comments and stuff. So. <laughs> we're lucky we're not sitting next to each other because every hey, time he would do that, I would just a punch go, over. Like, and, and no, no, not even a punch. I would jump on you and bite you and go that. <laughs> and then for the post, that post had twenty-two likes. Oh yeah, okay, get you right on the fucking thigh. <laughs> <laughs> I know anyway. we're gonna have to pick up the torture of the sharks, the Frank there. That would yeah. be at Heights Click. Just send them shark pictures and crazy uh, Photoshop sharks. Get a, take a picture of Frank that's on the internet and Photoshop a shark. Photoshop a shark behind him coming at him and post that. Somebody I know somebody out there can do that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to post like fucking pictures of me with a reaction. It'll be like two girls, one cup, but except for <laughs> sharks and Frank. <laughs> Uh, like, no! Well, let me no! ask you a question. Why do you have this um, irrational fear of sharks? All right. Just to give it in a nutshell, when I was a kid, my uh, my entire family used to go to Ocean City, Maryland, and then go out to Wildwood, New Jersey, and we'd spend like a month out there with the entire family, rent the fucking place. The cousins would come. Well, being like almost the youngest, they used to like gather us around, and my cousin, the oldest cousin, Joseph, would throw uh, jaws on and he'd be like, it's real. And then the parents would be in the other room. And they, what are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? So this went on for a while. Then we'd go in the water and they'd pretend to be sharks and attack mm -hmm. me from in the water. Then when I was 21, they took me to Wildwood. And I ate fucking mescaline. I'm laying on the beach at 6 in the morning. <laughs> we all run into the water. They're like, come on. And I'm like, wait, this is the time where sharks would attack people. And they're like, stupid, there's no sharks. Then 12 kids like grabbed me, dragged me through the water screaming shark. And then run out of the water. And I almost had a fucking heart attack. Okay? Because then there were sharks in the Jersey um, newspaper. Like, great whites had wandered in accidentally. Yeah. And they spotted them. And then it fucking got scary after that. So it really is an irrational fear But, but you sharks. know there's only sh 10 shark attacks in, a year? No, listen. I was in Daytona. And you know how it's a shelf, right? It goes off. Right. And um, 
Well, Day- all right, Daytona. Daytona is where Daytona and New Smyrna Beach on that side of Florida. Yeah. That's where most of the shark attacks are. So yeah, you know what? You got a point the water. there. Stay the fuck in, out of that water. I was playing football with Banks, Count Banks, right? And my my grandfather, mother, and and my cousin was out in the water, up to their neck. And the lifeguard starts blowing the whistle. Now I'm in like a foot of water. And we're like, yo, get out of the water. Everybody, like, why? Get out of the water. He runs right by. He goes, there's sharks in the fucking water. Get out of the water. So everyone runs. And then he's like, oh, hold up. And then my parents didn't move. Nobody moved. And then the fins started going by them. But oh my God. I'm not a water guy. I saw the fin. I knew mm-hmm. for one second I shit myself. The second second I was like, wait, sharks don't swim like that. And the guy goes, oh, my God, it's just dolphin. So I watched fins go up between my mother and my grandfather and then just stand there. And I was like, what? My, my brother was like, get the fuck out of the water. Then he's like, wait, sharks don't do that rainbow kind of thing. Not and then right. the guy goes, you got to come in a little because they follow the dolphin. Or they like straggle behind for the weak ones and shit. And I'm like, all right, I'm done with this whole place now. No more water. <laughs> now we, we, west co- no, the West Coast, there's no shark we, attacks on the West Coast. Yeah, no, we, the sharks we have over here. The only sharks that you have to worry about over here are the bull sharks, and they're only down in one certain area at a certain time of the year when the when the tarpon Dude, are coming. Only, in. only one guy jumped. He jumped in it out of his backyard into the canal. This is locally here, and about fifteen years ago, he got killed by a bull shark. One time. Right. Listen, they are. I think more people will get eaten by alligators. Let's talk about this they conspiracy. Yeah, they How do. many times do they not say it in the paper? Because they don't no. want the fucking freak show to no. happen. No, no, no that's not the could, thing. Yeah. The local people, they, there are shark bites here all the time. Not all the time, but once in a blue moon, you hear some le- some lady was was in you know ankle deep water and she got nailed by a sand shark and you know she's like oh and that's it you know and yeah. and it's not even a whole bloody it's 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 a nibble sharks sharks really don't like humans yeah but and, it's the, the guys that are were, the sharks he's talking about that are that are, would be in that area are like two feet you know they're not. Massive right. sharks are little, little sharks. Listen, you know, with the environment and the conditions of the water these days, and what happened, let's say, with the oil spill and all that, everything's thrown off. So seeing them more and more in shore is not going to be on, like Irra- not irrational fear. We're, we're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to get you over that. I'm going to bring some mushrooms down. We're going to go in the water at night, high. And you're going to feel a symbiotic relationship with the water. I oh hope you don't God, mind I'm carrying a 190-pound so <laughs> guy on your shoulders like a child. <laughs> could, That's all right. I could That's imagine right. seeing that. That would just be too funny to see. <laughs> I'll be like, look, though, we're up to your neck now. After this, it's just over your head, man. And I'm sitting up here no matter what. I'll have little floaties on my arms. Actually, you know what's neat? If you go, if you go in the water here at night, and you splash the water. There's this. There, I, I forget if it's an algae. Iridescent. It's yeah. like some kind of algae that that's in the water, and it, it'll uh, glow neon. Oh, that sounds really? healthy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is all healthy. It's it's okay for it. Yeah, it's really neat. I'm gonna come up actually... with a mouthful of core exit when I go there. I know it. <laughs> no, we're far enough away from that. We don't. We don't. We didn't get any anything on the beaches here during that whole main thing. You know, they, they sunk it all up by them. So Yeah, but I just moved the monsters closer to you, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> they're going to gonna smell me in the water. This is true, actually. Smell there's been fear. Si- there's been sightings of, a- after the, uh, the, the oil spill, there were sightings of whale sharks closer to the uh, shore. But what I, what I mean by closer to the shore, it was five miles out. Yeah. <laughs> they're usually, you know, 20 miles well, listen, out. Listen, I, I, you guys should run Shark Week then, because what I watched the other day, they kept showing in... in 
like ankle deep to 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 knee deep water. People getting like like yeah, sharks beaching yeah, themselves. That was in Africa it. and 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 you know areas yeah. that are and all they do is they scratch that. your ankles. Big fucking deal. They're, they're like little fucking. Uh, what do you call those dogs? What do you call those ankle biter dogs? Those little yippy dogs. Chihuahuas. 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 Right. That's all they are. They're fucking little. little yeah, that's they're, all they are. They're sea. They're sea chihuahuas. That's all. I'm going to be wrestling a 28-footer screaming, a chihuahua, huh, Dave? I think somebody's confused on their definition of fucking animals these days. Now somebody get me a fucking spear. I call this a master, you dumb motherfucker. Don't worry. Between between a bunch of us that live down there, a gun won't be too far away. Don't yeah, worry about yeah, there'll definitely be enough guns nearby. If one drags me off, I'm hung, I swear to God, my soul will not rest. It will be there. You're going to be taking a shit. And I'm going to scare a toe off you, and you're going to be like, God damn it, you got me again. <laughs> All right, guys, hey, let's, let's make room Frank, for Scotty here. So go ahead, Dave, quick, one quick, last thing. Quick, quick question. Have you ever shot a machine gun? No. Do you want to? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Book it, because they have machine guns down here. Are you serious? Oh, shit, I, yeah. I, my, my, I, I'll send you a video of my 11-year-old fucking capping off 30 rounds on an MP5, fully automatic. I want... Five of them, 66. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay. All right. I'm ready. You're ready? I'm ready. Hey, guys, it's good to have you back, by the way. Oh, man, it's so ha- I'm so happy. to. I- I'm not really on my game tonight. It hasn't been really my favorite show, <laughs> but I'm just happy to be back in the seat again and, and, and doing it again. It's been a long time. See, motherfucker, catch up. You have no excuses. You're a pro. <laughs> See, to me, it's, it's, like, it's not, not that big a deal because I've seen you a couple times this week and right. we've had these conversations. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Just not not on air. Well, make sure you guys. Uh, first of all, again, Frank, happy birthday! Thank you. Uh, what are you like forty yeah, now? What are you twenty no. twenty nine twenty nine again? Thirty four. Thirty four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> and make sure. Sorry, you guys, I, didn't, I didn't mean to laugh. Make sure. No, okay. Make sure you guys check out Frank on uh, Monday seven thirty to nine thirty. Uh, you can get him on UStream. Under what's the website? What's the site for UStream? High School. Uh, no, they, no they, they, the IHR. Yeah, the IHR show. I, IHR show. And then, of course, they'll be also broadcast on uh, Raz Radio here. And, uh, you know, have a good show. Happy birthday. Go have some, well, go get some sleep and go have a blast tomorrow. Unless you're just going to yeah. party through the night. So uh, that's that's all up to you, man. Sound like my mother. Go okay, get some rest. <laughs> go get yeah, some rest. Now I'm an extra rock star just because you said that. <laughs> Sorry. All right, you guys, thanks so much. Love you both. Have a great show, and uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll, we'll uh, get the connections going. All right, brother. Thank you, Later. guys. Have a good night. Right, bye. Night, Agent. Bye, honey. <laughs> Let's let them go. Dave, anything to say for parting words? Nope. Nope. All right, good, because I'm ready. Guys, have a great night. Stick around for Scott in St. Louis. He's going to do a interactive radio. Interactive radio. So. Tweet him. Maybe he'll play your shit. And, and try to try to pick a song that doesn't have a fucking pre roll. Yeah, no pre roll. Make sure you you, you, you check do that. Due diligence. Turn that down there for a second. Make sure you check it. Make sure there's no pre roll, and send it over to him so he can uh, he can play it for you. Well, guys, I appreciate you listening to the first fifty-two on RanchRadioLive.com. Stick around for more fun. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense A weapon in a war against ourselves The settings 
sun is loading guns Don't be afraid of mistakes Emotions misplaced To love or to hate I don't know what to do We're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time the dirt to see grace when I'm trying to be real they tend to be fake when I'm risking it all with no time to waste fuck this bad race I'm leaving this place it's time to blast off destination The sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity 